We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi again, everybody, and welcome once again to Illinois State University football from Hancock Stadium on a picture-perfect family day in normal. John Fitzgerald, Ted Schmitz, Craig Birchie with you this afternoon. Blake Oz is back at our network studios in Bloomington as the birds look to get back on the win track in their final non-conference tune-up of the campaign. It's the 2-1 Illinois State Redbirds and the 2-1 Lindenwood Lions out of the Big South Ohio Valley Conference. Before we go any further, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. After an impressive 2-0 start to the campaign, Brock Spax Bowl Club stubbed its toes last week in a disappointing 14-13 decision down in Charleston. A win today, however, would propel the birds to 3-1 and more importantly, right the ship before that bye week with top-ranked South Dakota State waiting in the wings just two weeks from today. To do so, the birds could really use a fast start. Birds have not been able to score a point in either of the last two first quarters at Western Illinois and last week at Eastern Illinois. So a fast start imperative today as we head downstairs for the first time today to check in with the fastest member of our crew, our Illinois Ford dealer sideline report. Here's Craig Birchie. Well, guys, uh, one thing to keep in mind this afternoon, injuries, of course, we already discussed Mason Blakemore, the outstanding junior running back transfer out of Northern Illinois, is out with a left shoulder injury, but also uh, left guard, starting left guard, Kobe Rios out. He's uh, injured his left knee, so he is sidelined today which will impact the running game. Kobe's been off to a great start this year. And of course, uh, fullback Scotty Presson, another one, a versatile offensive player, can play at H-back, can play at fullback, and also special teams. He is also sidelined today. So the Redbirds dealing with some injuries early in the season, but they hopefully have enough talent to overcome it. 
beat those Lindenwood Lions this afternoon, guys. Thank you very much, Craig. Our sideline reports presented by your Illinois Ford dealers, home of the award-winning F-Series. Visit them online at buyfordnow.com. As we talked about today's injury report, which is brought to you by OSF Healthcare, our sports medicine team is dedicated to improving the physical, mental, and spiritual health of the Redbird community. A couple of key ones in that one, mainly Mason Blakemore, Ted, and with him out, it really is just going to fall on how the birds respond. And All right, I'm happy to introduce today. What other running backs really jumped to the forefront right. this afternoon? Maybe it's time Cole Mueller gets back to himself, too. I know he's not the same back that he was two years ago, but maybe he needs to start shining a little bit. And uh, I know Winker's right will have a good game today. But I, and Coach might be using, using Martin a little bit in there. He, he likes him. And also the, there's a couple good freshmen. And uh, I think it was, oh, we'll, see a little, we'll see a number of backs in there because I think they can run the football. Really makes a huge difference this year with as deep as that running back room is when one goes out despite the fact that it's Mason Blakemore who's had such great success this year. But when you have Mueller and Winkers right still in that backfield wow. and healthy in that room, it's a pretty good setup for Brock's back. That's today's injury report brought to you by OSF Healthcare. OSF Healthcare, the official healthcare provider of Illinois State Athletics. Our game time temp brought to you by Bratcher Heating and Air Conditioning. A picture perfect Chamber of Commerce Day here on Family Day in the Illinois State University campus. 79 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. The temperature will go up to about 81 degrees midway through our afternoon here today. The wind really not a factor, just about no. six to eight miles per hour out of the south, southwest. That's yep. our game time temperature brought to you by Bratcher Heating and Air Conditioning, making home comfortable again. Visit them online at BratcherComfort.com. And Illinois State will have a little bit of that win the first quarter. They won the toss, deferred. Lindenwood's going to receive. Illinois State's going to kick with the win the first quarter. Redbird head coach Brock's back and his staff are among the thousands of coaches joining forces today to support the Coach to Cure MD program. The coaches are wearing patches on their sleeves today to raise awareness and funding for Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Help us hashtag tackle Duchenne by texting C-U-R-E to 501-501 to donate $25 or visit coachtocuremd.org. Ian Wagner doing all the kicking today, and he'll be doing the kicking off. And he's been pretty good at putting that ball into the end zone, especially uh, kicking, even though it's a slight win, that it does help when you're kicking off because he gets it up pretty good, and he drives it pretty good. And uh, hopefully Lindenwood will have to just take that ball on the 25-yard line. 14 kickoffs so far this year for Ian Wagner. Nine have gone for touchbacks. He's averaging just a hair under 61 yards per kick. Strong leg. He's got a he's got a good strong leg. You know, one thing we should mention too. I haven't mentioned at all the, the defense for uh, Linden. When there, there's an outstanding player by the name of Devin Edwards at 14 tackles last week. He, another. We talked about the middle linebacker last week. Well, they got another good one this week. We won't see that until Illinois State gets the ball. Though. Robert Giamo and Spencer Red back deep to receive. And Ian Wagner's kick goes about eight yards deep on the west side of the end zone. For a touchback, that is his 10th of the campaign, and we'll get our first look at this Lindenwood offense. I'm anxious to see uh, the quarterback, Duggar. I'm anxious to see the wide receiver, Caldwell, and I'm anxious to see the running back, Giamo. These are these are really uh, 
high publicized people. They should be pretty good. They're starting with the ball in the right hash. Leading scoring offense in all of the Big South OVC, averaging 42.3 points per game. They had 43 last week at Western under the direction of Cole Duggar. 6-1 redshirt junior quarterback out of Owasso, Oklahoma. He's going to work out of the gun on first down, play action pass. Spins it out outside of the numbers in a very short game. Maybe just a yard, if that, as he found Ronnie Thomas, the 5'10 Richard freshman, former high school teammate of Duggar's at Owasa High School. Well, Duggar 56% on the year. He's thrown for 655 yards. A conference best nine touchdowns. He has been picked off four times, three of which came in that loss to Simo. Mark Cannon back at corner made a great play right off the bat, John. No gain at all on that hit screen out there. That's what hurt Illinois State last week some. Duggar back to pass, pressure coming, throws over the middle, passes complete. It's Caldwell across the 30, just inside the numbers. He works his way to the 32 before finally being stood up by Dylan Gearharts and Amir Abdullah. Gonna be so he's going to be about one. two yards shy of the first down marker. No, they'll give him forward progress out to the 34. So he's just going to be a yard shy. That's going to bring up third down and one ball left hash mark. Just underway here on Family Day at Hancock Stadium. As everybody, no huddle offense. Basically three by one offensive set. Usually that's what everybody's using today. Lindenwood is 49% on the year on third down. Out of the gun. Duggar puts the ball in the belly of Giamo, and he does not get the first down. He was met by Jalen Games from that Jack linebacker spot, and he smothered him shy of the first down marker. It's going to be fourth and about half a yard. Wow. I think they got a punt, though. They've got a punt here. Unless you might see a fake, you never know. I don't know what type of coach this is, but, uh, you know, this is really a short yardage. It's, it's a half a yard. they got the punt team out there. They're either going to kick it or it's going to be a fake. Gaines is coming off a career-high 10 stops and two TFLs last week in the loss at Easter. Great game last week. So Patrick Turner, redshirt freshman out of Melbourne, Australia, back to punt. It's a line drive short kick, bounces at the 40 in front of Casper. It'll take a roll for Lindenwood and stop dead at about the 35-yard line out between the ashes. So the Birds force a three and out defensively, and now can the offense come to life here in the opening quarter, something that has escaped them in each of the last two weeks. Yeah, and just a 30-yard punt. And during the pregame, he was punting the ball all over the field here. But you never know when you get in the game what, what happens live. But that was uh, at that time, Eddie Casper could not catch it because it was a, it, the ball hit and rolled in total 30 yards. Everybody's got these Australian kickers, though, it seems like anymore. John, have you noticed that? Quite a few that we have faced so far. So Zach Eddickstead, 66% on the year, 674 yards, two touchdown passes, been picked off twice. Making his 19th career start as a collegiate quarterback, and he gets wrapped up on first down wow. as he got back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a little bit more, but not much. Kobe McClendon, the 6'3 sophomore out of St. Louis, who leads his ball club with four and a half tackles for a loss, has his first one there today. Cole Mueller was a tailback and it was supposed to be a speed option, and he got he got Zach in a bad position. He was not in a he was not in a position to take the uh, the pitch. Mueller gets it now, running right across the 35, gets outside of the numbers, works his way out with a stiff arm across the 40 out to the 41 yard line. Scored it out of bounds by Brendan Dye. Another sophomore out of Owasa, Oklahoma. Six yards. Pick up a six on that run. It's going to bring up third down and four. And this is the situations the Birds have struggled in. Third down conversions. Just two of 12 last week. Eight of 26 their last two. 
Mueller exits the backfield. Twins both sides now. Anikstead throwing left side. Has his tight end. Cam Grandy gets out to the 45-yard line. Knocked out of bounds. Pick up a five, and that's good for Redbird Toyota first down. Good play. Good play. That's the way to start. Get the first down. Move the chains. Perfect play. Grandy's been a good receiver for ISU this year. He's, he's, he's you know, he'll get his he'll get his few every game, and they're key. So first down and 10, Casper in motion. Right to left, play action pass, Attic State, clean pocket, pump fake, throws over the middle, pass is complete to 35. Inside the 30 and down to the 27-yard line, Ishan Stewart, who was finally spun down to the play by Jaden Patrick, and Stewart a little bit slow getting up. Looks like he might have gotten some contact in his quad and his right side. That's too bad. Nice, nice, good, great protection, first of all. Good job by Zach going through his progression, and a good job by the receiver catching the ball. Gosh darn, boy, just tell you what, the darn injuries just keep coming. That's That was a nice play. I shot Stewart in space, and that was a clean pocket to allow Zach enough time to throw, and he found his receiver. So the ball all the way down to the 27-yard line now. 28-yard pickup from Anikstead to Stewart. The Birds with their second first down here in this opening quarter on this first drive. Forced a three and out the first time, and Ishan Stewart gingerly now is going to head over to the Redbird sideline. He seems to be putting, it's his left leg, and he's putting weight on it, so I think he's okay. He's going to be all right. He'd probably be able to get back in there. He's he's able to get off without any help, and that's a great sign. He's not a big guy. He's he, you know he, he's fast. He's, he's probably the fastest receiver they have, and... Uh, he was coming across on a crossing route, and I think he, they're either putting him into the – they're going to check him out. They put him into the tent down there. So okay. For, first down and 10 now for the Birds. Just about four minutes gone by in this opening quarter. Birds first drive as they work left to right, red and white. Here on family day at Hancock Stadium, high snap, play action pass. Anikstead spins it out. Contreras outside the numbers, 25, gets to the 20, tiptoes, and dives forward. They're going to say he went out of bounds at, I believe, the 18-yard line. We'll see where they mark it down. They're going to give him the 19 before he went out of bounds. Pickup of eight. And he's the receiver that took Aishan's spot. So Contreras, just his second catch in Redbird uniform. Running down here. Now a bunch set. Twin wide receivers to the left. Ball right. Ashmark second down and two. Annex step back to pass. Pressure coming. Throwing. Left side of the end zone. Just out of the reach of Contreras, and there was great coverage applied by Wesley Hines, the graduate student out of Lake St. Louis, Missouri. Well, Illinois stayed on second and short, went for it all. They, they actually, that's, that's a type of a fade, but it's an inside-out fade, and they went for everything, and it was close. He, he got his hand on it. Sopkowitz wide left, Contreras slot to the left. Out of the gun, give to Mueller, straight ahead, puts his shoulders down, he plows his way. Up to about the 17-yard line. He's awfully close to the marker, depending upon the spot. They're giving it to him. That's a first down. So the Birds are the first down in the Chick-fil-A red zone. Well, Cole Mueller is getting his chance now with the situation that only State's in. He's going to carry the ball a lot today. I'm glad to see him out there. It's good. So first down and 10. On the 17-yard line. Grandy in motion, give to Mueller, straight up the gut. Gets inside the 10, spins his way down to about the 16-yard line. Finally fished off on the play. 
by Man Magruder, a six-foot graduate student out of St. Louis, Missouri. Picks up his 15th stop of the year. Birds now first down and goal to go from the 70-yard line. Play-action pass, Anikstad rolling to the right. Hesitation, looking to turn the corner, and he's pushed out of bounds at the five-yard line. Brendan Dye with another stop. Well. It sure wasn't Zach's fault. The receiver couldn't get off the defensive back. He went, uh, he went, they got they got bump and run coverage out there and the receiver couldn't get off. And he had no one to throw to, so he just had to run the ball and he got a yard out of it and that's all. Second and it down. wasn't designed for him to run, John. Second down, goal to go from the five, ball at the right hash mark. Straight ahead run for Mueller. Bangs off a tackle, dives into the nest. Touchdown, Illinois State. That's the way you like to see him start on offense. Hey, you notice the pace was there again, John, going very fast. That's when Zach is good. His best offense is when he can go fast. Now, they can't change a lot of sets when they do that, and that's why they didn't do it last week because they wanted to change a lot of sets. But I think they're better off staying with the fast pace and we're, don't worry about changing the sets. That's where Zach is good. Well, he makes the decision. It's an RPO call from the sideline, which means a run-pass option. He makes the decision what to do, or it's just straight run like that was, and it looks like inside they're getting pretty good blocking. They so they're going to review the touchdown before Ian Wagner is allowed to attempt the point after touchdown. Are they saying he might not be in? They might want to take a look and see if his knee yeah. went down. He did get hit at about the three and then dove for the in line and it'll be a question of whether or not the ball went over the line before his knee touched down. So this play under review. Well, there's a pile there and it's hard to tell. You know, they, from up here, you could see he's across, the ball's across, but you're right. What about the knee? Did it hit before the ball crossed? Well, they got a nice crowd here today on the far side over there with the students. It's totally full over here. All the adults, totally full. It's like a, it's a close to capacity anyway. Absolutely picture perfect day here. This review brought to you by the Dodds Law Office for a review of your injury case today. The Dodds Law Office, 309-829-9300. After review, the ruling on the field of a touchdown stands. There you go. So the ruling upheld, five-yard touchdown run for Cole Mueller. His third of the campaign, ninth in his ISU career. And that gets the Birds on the board first as they take a 6-0 lead. Just six minutes and three seconds into this opening quarter here on Family Day. Ian Wagner on for the PAT. He's six of eight in this category. Eddie Casper the hold. Snap. Good. Kick is blocked away. Wagner dives on it at the five. And they got great penetration coming through. Did Lindenwood, John Anthony, a 6'4 redshirt freshman out of Chicago, came around the left end and was able to reject Wagner's PAT attempt. So our score, McDonald's scoreboard, 6-0 Illinois State with the lead. 8.57 to go in this opening quarter of play. We'll take a timeout. Back with more. This is... Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Redbird fans make plans to join us at Rob Dobbs this Tuesday night beginning at 6 o'clock for the premiere of the Alley Matters show. We'll talk Redbird football from 6 to 7 this Tuesday night live at Rob Dobbs located at 801 North Hershey in Bloomington. That's the Alley Matters show this Tuesday night. 
at 6 o'clock. What happened on the uh, extra point? What snap was good, the hold was good, the kick. But the, the outside guy on the, like you called it, offensive left, which is the defensive right, is came clean. Whoever's the right wing on the right side missed his block. It's that simple because everything else was good. John Anthony, the redshirt freshman out of Chicago, came in really unmolested. Yeah, he didn't able get to reject that for Ian Wagner, who now has his on the tee at his own 35. You got to get a hand on that outside guy you, with your wing. So the Birds do score first. They take a 6-0 lead after Lindenwood got the football to start this game. And the Birds force a three and out. Spencer Red and Giamo back deep to receive for Lindenwood. Wagner's right-footed approach. Red's going to let it carry him out six yards deep in the end zone. So the second touchback by Ian Wagner here this afternoon. We'll see if the bird defense can do it once again. Their first defensive stand on that three and out, pretty impressive. We'll see what this vaunted offense for Lindenwood could do their second time of the football here this afternoon. Well, the special teams are going to cause Coach back to have a, a nightmare, I think, if he doesn't get this thing straightened out a little bit on the extra. You, you got to make your extra points. It's that simple. The, hold, the snap was good. The hold was good. Timing was there. The guy just came clean. Nobody blocked him. Ronnie Thomas wide on the left-hand side. A little different set here. They got two tight ends. Last time they had no tight ends. Duggar takes a shotgun snap, hands off to Giamo, and he is wrapped up immediately on the plate. Dylan Gearhart got in there quick and right at about the mesh of the handoff, Gearhart able to pull down Giamo right back at the line of scrimmage. Well, that's Illinois State runs a lot of slanting with their 30 defense, and then they bring the outside guy from the field, which is the safety, and uh, he, he was able to get in the backfield. Same set, though, two tight ends, two wides, shotgun set, they're in the pistol. Duggar works out of the pistol, turns, hands off Giamo, bouncing between the hash and the numbers on the right-hand side. Two yards. Gets out to about the 26-yard line, maybe the 27. That's going to bring up third long now for this Lindenwood offense. And they bring the nickel package in, and Illinois State always brings in number four for the nose tackle. That's Hodgson. And then they also today, they're bringing in number 59, which is Stephen Curtis, the freshman defensive uh, lineman, who's a good pass rusher. He's a kid out of Florida that's doing a real good job, and he's there with what they call their three technique, which is the main pass rusher on this nickel package. Third down at eight, two wide receivers left, one to the right. Duggar back to pass, pressure coming, tiny camp, swallowed him up, ball is knocked free, scooped up at the seven by Gaines. He's gonna go into the end zone, but they're gonna blow the play dead and call it an incomplete pass, I believe. Yes. And Ty Niekamp got right in the grill of Cole Duggar on that third and eight play, and now it's fourth down and eight in Lindenwood for the second time in as many possessions. We'll have to put it away. Well, we told you they are working a lot on inside blitz this week, and that's what that was from uh, the inside linebacker, Ty Niekamp, and he, he, got, he got pressure right now, right in the quarterback's face. They're going to look at something here. Look at so I think the today. Illinois State bench most likely 
He's trying to push that for review because I'm not so sure they were convinced that that was a forward pass. And when Niekamp got him from the backside, it looked like that ball might have been coughed up before Duggar was in the throwing motion. If, if the arm's not coming forward, that's a fumble and an Illinois State touchdown. We'll head downstairs to Illinois Ford dealer sideline report. Craig Birchie, what did you see on that? Yeah, I, you kept waiting. They they blew the whistle, you know, after the ball was on the ground, and obviously you would like for them to just let the Redbirds pick it up and run it in because if this thing gets overturned and it's ruled a fumble, then that's six points you're taking off the board there. But that's a good point. I have a feeling he was still back with his arm when that ball came loose. It was heavy pressure there. So that would be a fumble, but what he what what he's saying is they blew the whistle, so where he recovered, the ball would come back, it'd be first and whatever. Actually, I think the ball he brought the ball down and it he was going down and just lost As it. As we see it on hand. the replay here, boy, that that one's awfully tough. Close, and it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be really tough to overturn, I think, right. at this point. But we've gone to the monitor here twice in the first six minutes of this ball game. This review brought to you by the Dodds Law Office. Call the Dodds Law Office for a review of your injury case today. The Dodds Law Office, 309-829-9300. That's 309-829-9300. Working hard to tip the scales of justice in your favor. Illinois State's become a very, very good blitzing team. It's because they have good speed at the safety and linebacker positions, and that's who they're bringing. And every one of those young men are very, very quick at getting into the line, into, into the past the line scrimmage into the into the backfield. This is a long review taking place right now, and I got to think it has as much to do about where they're going to spot the football as anything. Incomplete pass. So they're going to say it was incomplete, and that's going to be a fourth down now for Lindenwood, and they're going to put it away. It'd be hard to overturn that, as you called it, John, because it looked, it's, it's really close, but whatever's called on the field then on a close call is usually what holds up. So for the second time today, Patrick Turner on to put it away. Eddie Casper stands back, left hash mark at his own 35-yard line. High snap, run to the right by the Australian kicker. High kick, it's shallow, and a fair catch called for between the hash and the numbers at the 39-yard line for Illinois State. So the Birds went down the field, a 65-yard drive their first time. Take a 6-0 lead, and now they will. 61 yards away. <laughs> good good field position for the offense again. The, the punter has has not gotten into it. That's about last time was a 30-yard punt. This time it's a 30, uh, maybe 31-yard punt. 30, oh, yeah, it might be 35, 36. He hasn't gotten into it real good, but Illinois State's getting good field position. When you're out of town or want to keep up with live college sports, be sure to download the new Varsity Network app, available for both Apple and Android. Listen to College Sports Live with the Varsity Network app. 7.32 to go in this opening quarter. Our count on McDonald's scoreboard, Illinois State 6, Lindenwood nothing. Back in a moment, you're listening to Redbird Football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. How would you like to be able to listen to us while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your own home? Go to syncbygame.com. That's syncbygame.com to find out how. John Fitzgerald, Ted Schmitz, Craig Birchie back here at Hancock Stadium on Family Day. Nice a crowd. full house here at Hancock Stadium, 7.32 to go in the opening quarter. And Illinois State a 6-0 lead 
on the Lions of Lindenwood Birds. About to start their second offensive possession of the afternoon. Cole Mueller stays in at tailback, and there's that speed option there. He got in a position that time. Bad pitch to Mueller. He had to wait for it. Finally got it. Got outside of the numbers. Gets across the 40 and out to about the 42-yard line before he was finally tripped up and knocked out of bounds by Man McGruder. That that's a new play for Illinois State. It's a speed option, and it, and it's a it's it's a designed pitch to the tailback, and. Uh, didn't look real sharp, but they got it. They got what three yards out of it? Three yard gain on first down, second down on seven. Ball at the right ash mark. Two seven backs minute in marks now. of this opening quarter. Split eye tandem backfield. Back to pass. Addickstead throw in right. Sopkowitz comes back for the ball. Makes the catch inside the 40. Down to the 39 yard line. That's good for Redbird. Toyota first down. Good back shoulder throw, really. And then did a great job of going down and getting it because it was a little bit low, but it was a back shoulder throw. 19-yard pickup for a Redbird Toledo first down. Birds now in plus territory at the Lindenwood 39-yard line. Shotgun snap, Anikstead fakes a pass to the left, rolls out right. It's Winkers right out of the backfield, gets inside the 35, down to the 33-yard line. Good to see Winkers in six. Good to see Winkers in there. Plus, it gives Mueller a little bit of a break as well. And they also had in the ball game a little bit ago was the uh, the, the, the freshman, Josh Robinson. Yes, Josh Robinson, the freshman out of Bolingbrook, was in there when they had the two backs. Addickstead sends Casper in motion right to left. Give Winkers right, running off left tackle. He works his way inside the 30 and down to about the 28-yard line. Good blocking. Illinois State can run the football today. Just like we said, This is they're going fast pace, and uh, they're, they're making good yardage every time. And the inside run is really good. So Winkers moves the chains. Good for Redbird Toyota first down. Anikstead's going to work out of the gun with trips to the left side. Spins it out, Winker's right. Between the hash and the numbers, 30. Stood up at the 29. And it's going to be a loss of one on the play. That play never really developed offensively the way they thought. No. He was, he was the, what they call the check down. And uh, he's coming off limping a little bit too. Holy cow. Everybody's coming off Lincoln. But anyway, uh, he was the check down guy, and there was nobody out there to block for him, so he gets hit by about three or four guys and no gain. So second down and 10 now. Ball at the 28 in plus territory. Anikstead, empty backfield. Takes a shotgun snap. Five receivers this trip. Throws over the middle and just a little bit under through Mueller at about the 23-yard line. Goes incomplete. The Redbirds now facing a third down and 10. Much too bad he had a bad pass because there's plenty of room. If he, he, he It went behind him. If he throws it out in front of him, Mueller's going for a long gain. That's too bad. That was a bad throw. Empty said again, Mueller's been going out as a wide receiver and then coming across on a crossing route. Trips to the left. Twins to the right. Addickstead in the empty backfield. Pocket stays good. He throws near side to Sopkowitz, but deflected away at about the 17-yard line. Really impressive play by Wesley I, I Hines, think the starting quarterback, here. and it's going to be fourth down and 10. He's going to go for it here. Zach has not been sharp on those last two throws, though. He's throwing behind the receiver a little bit. He's got to get it. He's not getting pressure, but he's getting a, out of the empty set. He doesn't have his back in there to help. And he's getting a little bit of pressure, and he's been throwing the ball behind the receiver. Birds are 4 or 5 on fourth downs this year. Anikstead takes a snap, looks over the middle, pass complete. Grandy inside the 20, spinning his way down to the 15, pick up a 13 yards of a Redbird Toyota first down. Birds now first down and inside 
the Chick-fil-A red zone. They'll mark it down to the 15-yard line. Perfect. Dash mark, and the bird's going quickly here, first down and 10. Perfect throw. Anikstead takes a low snap, lobs it right side. Sopkowitz deflected away again in the end zone and a late flag, and that might be pass interference against Lindenwood. It was. Jaden Patrick. Had the coverage on Sopkowitz on the right-hand side, the redshirt sophomore to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Here comes the call. Sopkowitz wrapped up with Patrick in a straight jacket, the right-hand side of the end zone. They, put, they took it off. The, 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 so they picked it up. The back judge came over and told the side judge that it was not over interference. Wow. So interference knock call just goes down as an incomplete pass, and at that, a very well-defended one by Jaden Patricks. The Birds now second down and 10 ball at the 15-yard line in plus territory. Comes an all-out Mueller on the left-hand hip of Zach Anikstead. Javon Charles now in as an H-back, and I think it's going to be false start called against Illinois State. It's against, it's against Roger. Charles, I'm sorry. Charles had lined up at the H-back on the right-hand side of the formation. So a five-yard penalty will move the birds back. And the line of scrimmage now the 20-yard line. So second down and 15 for the birds. Ball left hash mark. Charles stays in. H back on the right-hand side. Now a split-eye tandem backfield with Mueller. Clapping the snap. Play action. Spins it over to Sopkowitz inside the 15. He's tabletop down to about the 11-yard line. Think of a nine on that play. It's going to bring up third down. Yeah, because it was... Uh, it was 15 yards to go now, so it's still third and what, about six? Third down and six. Ball spotted down at the 11-yard line. Mueller in the backfield with Anikstad, and now Lindenwood's going to burn a timeout. That'll be their first of the afternoon. So the clock takes a nap with 4.02 to go in the opening quarter, and the Birds driving and join a 6-0 lead on the Lions of Lindenwood. Well, it's been interesting. Uh, Illinois State's got good field position here. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him. They had so much trouble kicking. I wouldn't mind seeing, they, seeing maybe a couple runs to get a first down or, or a quick pass to get the first down instead of uh, going for the kick. Fans score a great deal in your next vehicle with Heller Ford in El Paso and Heller Motors in Pontiac, the number one car dealers in central Illinois. They have the selection, low prices, and great customer service to keep you coming back. Shop them online today at hellerstores.com. So the Birds facing a third down and six from the Lindenwood 11-yard line. Birds lead it 6-0, 4.02 to play in this opening quarter here on Family Day in front of a capacity crowd here at Hancock Stadium. Three wide receivers stacked to the right-hand side for Anikstead. Takes the snap. Back to pass, has a clean pocket, throws right side, pass complete, Casper inside the 10, jukes a man to the five, and into the nest, touchdown Illinois State. Nice run after catch, nice run after catch by Casper. Had two guys defending him, and he, he, he out-juked both of them. Eddie Casper, his first touchdown reception in a Redbird uniform, and the Birds are two for two offensively on scoring drives to open this family day matchup. Okay, now you got to get a block out here on this right side. Guy came clean last time. I see they're stacking over there, and it's got to be the tight end and the wing together. Casper on the hold. Good snap. Spot kick is up, and the right foot of Ian Wagner is giving the Birds one more point. 
40 minutes and 54 seconds remain here in the opening quarter at Hancock Stadium. Our count on the McDonald's scoreboard, Illinois State 13 and Lindenwood nothing. Back in a moment, you're listening to Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Redbird fans, for over 60 years, Illinois State Credit Union has proudly served the Bloomington Normal community. For all your financial needs, give them a call today at 309-451-8400 or visit them online at itsmycu.org. John Fitzgerald, Ted Schmitz, Craig Birchie back here at Hancock Stadium. Blake Haas is back at our network studios in Bloomington. The Birds with a 13-0 lead on Lindenwood here on Family Day at our McDonald's scoreboard. Our Heller Store scoring drive summary for Illinois State, 61 yards and 11 plays, capped by an 11-yard touchdown catch by Eddie Casper, his first as an Illinois State Redbird from Zach Addickstead. That's your Heller Store's drive summary, brought to you by Heller Ford and Heller Motors, where they make car shopping worth the drive. Shop them online at Heller's I have to point out the, the, the protection's been great so far every time, and they've been bringing five guys, not just four, and Illinois State's been able to handle it very well, the offensive line. We talked about a fast start, how important it is, and the Birds have gotten just that. Two possessions, and they've gotten into the end zone twice. Wagner has it teed up his own 35-yard line, and a line drive goes out of the back of the end zone. His third touchback of the afternoon, and Lindenwood now will have the football for the third time today, now facing a 13-0 deficit against Illinois State. Well, good first quarter for a change, John. That's that's important for Illinois State, especially offensively. They they haven't done this the last two weeks, but they did the first game. This is remind us a lot of that first game. Cole Duggar, two of three for nine yards so far. Giamo has two carries for just three and he came in ranking third in the Big South OVC in rushing yards per game. Duggar's going to throw it out of the backfield, finds Giamo, gets across the 30 before being escorted out of bounds. They're going to say right at the marker, just shy of the marker. Nope, they're going to move it. So it'll be a 10-yard pickup for Giamo and a first down and a passing catch from Duggar to Robert Giamo, 185-pound redshirt sophomore out of Bartlett, Tennessee. He had a career-high 120 yards rushing last week with a touchdown as well as four catches for 29 yards and a TD and that comeback win over Western. Mark Cannon missed the tackle over there is what happened. He he had a, he had him zeroed in. It looked like he was going to knock him out of bounds, and then the guy just ran through him. And uh, Anyway, got the first down. So a first down and 10 for Lindenwood. So Cannon... That's the first time they're able to walk off underneath his own power, but the birds have taken a couple of lumps here so far. From Cannon's an injury standpoint, Ishawn Stewart, Cannon, and Winker's right have all struggled off the field a little bit so far in this first quarter. Cannon's been hurt. He missed the last he missed the last game last week. And uh, he looks like he's walking all right. He did something over there though. I told you he had the guy zeroed in and and, and he, I don't know if somehow he the guy ran through him. I don't, I don't know if his arm. I would say it's more of an arm than a leg. So first down and 10 for Lindenwood now from their own 35-yard line, moving to right to left in this opening quarter. Duggar puts the ball in the belly of Giamo, running off right tackle, and he moves the pile all the way across the 40 out to about the 41-yard line. 
Jalen Gaines in on the stop for Illinois State along with LaVoice Deontay McCoy. But not before pretty solid pickup of five yards on that first down run. They'll give him six, second down and four upcoming. Illinois State needs to keep moving the defense and uh, bringing somebody. They, they're, they're a lot better off than they are to play in their base. Two wides to either side for Duggar. Jam on the right hip. Pressure coming, Duggar rolling to his right, and he's going to get outside the tackle box and fire it into Lindenwood bench, just trying to get rid of the football. He's going to bring up third down and four now for Lindenwood. And they did bring Amir Abdullah that time from his Sam, line posi Sam linebacker position and got good success out of it. And right, right away, Illinois State goes into their nickel package on second and long. Third down upcoming for They're Lindenwood. They're 0 for 2 on third down so far this afternoon. 2.59 play, first quarter. 13-0 Illinois State. Two wide receivers left, one to the right. Out of the gun is Duggar. Takes a shotgun snap, back to pass. Throws over the middle, tried to find Caldwell. Deflected away at the 50-yard line. Great job in space by Nigel White to knock that away as Duggar tried to find Jeff Caldwell, his top receiver. That's going to be fourth down now for Lindenwood. Another real good inside blitz by Ty Niekamp. He hit the quarterback just as he was throwing the ball, and also, like you said, good coverage behind. So it's going to be fourth down and punt. But they got the, that's the first first down I think they got today, wasn't it, John, on that, uh, on that drive? That was the first first down of the afternoon for Lindenwood. Punt away, fair catch called for inside the 20 by Eddie Casper. A good punt there. Yeah. Off the right foot of Patrick Turner and the Birds. Yeah, that's about. Gonna have their worst field position of the afternoon so far. That's a good 40. That's 40 plus yard punt that time. He didn't get it up good, but he got it deep, and, uh, and Eddie had to do the fair catch. Now they got. A tough field position now. You're inside the 20 on the 18-yard line. A lot different than up there in that 40 the last two times. Redbird fans, all season long, the Illinois Pork Producers Association is helping to feed the hungry. For every touchdown the birds score this fall, the Illinois Pork Producers Association will donate 20 pounds of ground pork to the Midwest Area Food Bank. The Illinois Pork Producers Association, proud partners of Redbird Athletics. Annexted play action, swings it out, Casper. Catch between the hash and the numbers, across the 25, and all the way out to the 27-yard line. Pick of a nine on that first down passing catch from Annexted to Casper, and the Birds well on schedule in this drive. And they had a, they had the bunch set in there, and good blocking by the wide receiver, uh, both the wide receivers, one's a tight end and the other one's a wide receiver, uh, on the corner, real good blocks. Second down and two, ball right hash mark, Annexted gets rid of it quickly, finds Cam Grandy who makes the catch at the 30 they, they, for they, a four-yard pickup, and that's good for a Redbird Toledo first down. They flex him out as a tight end. He becomes the third wide receiver there, and he's really effective out there, and I like that when Zach gets that ball quick out there. Now they're going to the empty set. First down and 10, three wide receivers to the left. Casper in motion from left to right. He sets up trips on the right-hand side of the formation. Ball left hash mark. Gun snapped to Annexted. Catch is made across the 35. Jalen Carr, his first grab of the afternoon. Good to see him in there. And a pickup of five yards, about five and a half for Illinois State on first down. Brings up second down along four. Quick pass again too, John. You notice that? Real quick. Carr stays in as a slot to the right-hand side of the formation. Cam Grandy lines up H-back left-hand side. Clapping the snap. Annexted give. Josh Robinson stood up at the 40 and works his way up to the 41-yard line. 
Good to see the young freshman in there. He's good back. Pick up a five for Robinson on his first carry of the afternoon. And a Redbird Toyota first down for Illinois State. I love the way they're going with this fast pace. Sometimes I'm bumping in on you, John, because they're going so fast. They haven't got time to hardly say anything. 41-yard line, Redbird territory left to right in this opening quarter. One-minute mark. Annex that empty backfield. Has time. He's going to throw downfield. Sopkowitz, it's underthrown. And that was an interference call. Yeah. As Wesley <laughs> tried to fire Sopkowitz to the ground. That ball hung up in the air. Sopkowitz had to come back for it. And Wesley Hines, the graduate student out of Lake St. Louis, Missouri, used a forearm shiver to <laughs> Sopkowitz to keep him from pulling in the reception. He was mugging him that time, John. He was all over him. Number 24, 15-yard penalty in the previous spot. Automatic, first down. Wesley Hines. So 15-yard penalty called against Wesley Hines. That gives the Birds an automatic first down. They'll move him up 15 yards. They've got a few of those uh, six-year senior guys on there. They. They've recruited all over the country, too. They do a pretty good job. So first down and 10 now for the Birds in plus territory from the Lindenwood 44. Press coverage on the two wides this time. Addicts take give to Robinson. Jukes back to his right. 40-35. Ball's loose. It came loose at the 33, and Lindenwood jumped on the football. A great run after contact by Robinson, but he spun out the final time, and the ball came loose, and Lindenwood recovers at their own 33-yard line. It's too bad they had great field position as Lindenwood, because Illinois State's thrown that quick game to the outside guys. They finally got up and press coverage, and the best thing you can do is what Zach did is hand off inside. Good. And he, had, he had a plus 10-yard gain, and as he got hit, the ball came out. But that's going to happen for a freshman. And he really engaged some of those hits as well. He's a fiercely physical runner tough, is tough, Josh Robinson. Tough kid. So the Birds with their first turnover of the afternoon. So sets up first down and 10 for Lindenwood from their own 33 right to left here in this opening quarter. Duggar out of the gun in the pistol. Hands off Giamo. Bouncing outside. Gets across the 35. Takes a secondary hit and is dropped at the 37-yard line. DeAndre Jackson got a great DeAndre hit. DeAndre Jackson just wow. laid the wood to Giamo, but not before he picks up. Four on that first down run, second down and six upcoming for Lindenwood. Well, Illinois State had a blitz from this other safety on the field side, and uh, they ran away from it, and Keandre made a great play. Second down and six from the 37. Out of the pistol again is Duggar. Turns, hands off Giamo. Between the tackle and the guard, he's free to the 45-50 outside the numbers. Keandre Jackson knocks him out of bounds. Inside Redbird territory all the way down to the 38-yard line. Well, they're making a lot of yardage over there on the right side into the short short side of the field because Illinois State's doing all their blitzing from the field side, and uh, they, they're, they're getting some big plays. That's the end of the quarter. That's a 25-yard pickup for Robert Giama, the redshirt sophomore out of Bartlett, Tennessee, the top rusher on this ball club, and that sends Lindenwood into Redbird territory for the first time this afternoon. We've played 15 minutes here at Hancock Stadium in normal. Our count to the McDonald's scoreboard. Illinois State 13, Lindenwood nothing. Take a look at our first quarter stats right after this timeout. This is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Thank you very much, Blake. Birds a 13-0 lead on Lindenwood. After one quarter of play, as we take a look at our first quarter stats, brought to you by First State Bank. 
Birds needed an early start and a fast start to this one. They have done so on the scoreboard. Birds with 11 first downs over the game's first 15 minutes. Lindenwood so far only able to get two first downs in that first quarter play. Birds 49 yards rushing on 10 totes. Lindenwood 37 on six. And a big chunk of that came the final play of the opening quarter, that 25-yard run by Robert Giamo. Cole Duggar, the quarterback for Lindenwood, three of six for 19 yards. Zach Ennickstead, 12 of 16 through the air for 116 yards so far in this one. Cole Mueller, a team high, 27 yards rushing on five carries for Illinois State. Giamo has 37 yards on six totes for Lindenwood. Cam Grandy with a team high, three catches for 27 yards for Illinois State. Birds got the board first. Cole Mueller, a five-yard touchdown run, his third of the campaign. And Eddie Casper, an 11-yard touchdown pass from Zach Ennickstead for his first touchdown of the season and first in a Redbird uniform. Those are your first quarter stats brought to you by First State Bank with a full line of products and services you deserve and personal service that will exceed your expectations. Come see for yourself. First State Bank located at the corner of Hershey and Eastland or visit them online at firststatebank.biz, member FDIC. So Lindenwood now left to right in quarter number two here at Hancock Stadium. Birds lead it 13 to nothing. First down and 10 for the Lions at the Redbird 38-yard line. Duggar takes a snap, gives Giamo. He works his way inside the 35 and spun down at the 32-yard line. DeAndre Jackson with the final hit. Pick of a six on that first down run by Robert Giamo. Well, they're really, really attacking the right side. Their right guard is a big kid, 6'4", 278, and the right tackle, 6'4", 299. And that's Ethan Johnson and Jacob Schwart. They're really, really attacking that position. For, uh, for Illinois State, against Illinois State. Let's see if they stay there. Second down and five now. Caldwell in motion right to left. Duggar, play action pass, throws to Caldwell and just a bit over the outstretched hand of Jeff Caldwell. He had a nice seam. Good pressure by Gaines, again from the uh, Jack linebacker position. Got good pressure on the quarterback, forced the overthrow. Illinois State now going into their nickel package on third and long. So third down and five now for the Lions from the Redbird 33-yard line. The only thing that they've had success with is running over the right guard and right tackle. That's the one position that they've had success with. Third and five. Duggar moves Giamo over to his left hip. Takes a snap, throws left-hand side. Ball is bobbled and finally brought down at the 21-yard line. Spencer Red, the graduate student out of Springfield, Illinois, who played his prep football at Sacred Heart. Griffin makes the catch his first of the afternoon, and that's enough for a first down for the Lindenwood Lions up to the 21-yard line. Nigel White got beat that time on the slant pattern. You know, he's, he needs when he's out there to field, he needs to take an inside position to take that slant away. Uh-oh. Pass over to Red again, and he keeps his balance inside the 15-yard line. That's going to be at least a six-yard pickup. Let's see where his knee finally went down. The 14, they're going to say. Well, Bowens so plays off. a seven on the play. Bowens plays off so far that that hitch 
and they get one block on him, and he's so darn small he can't get off of him. And that's that's a pretty pretty good play for anybody that when when they, when they go against him on that uh, he's on the left corner. Pistol set now for Duggar with Giamo behind him. Second down and three. Turns, hands off. Giamo tripped up in the backfield by Abdullah. Back at the 15-yard line. Abdullah got great penetration. Reaches in with his left talon. Drops Giamo. And gets a tackle for the loss. And that's a big-time play by the Bird defense. Yeah, he came all the way from the right side. They ran again to their offensive right, which is away from him. And they had, they had it blocked at the point of attack again, but he came all the way from the outside linebacker position from field side and, and made that tackle. I think they're in four down territory here, by the way, if they want. Third down and two officially from the 13. It's gonna be an option keeper for Duggar. He's met by Gearhart and dropped at about the 12. I would say he got one, if anything, on that one, Gearhart really came up in space and made the play on Duggar who kept it in an option to run off the left side. They're gonna say fourth down. So it's gonna be fourth and less than a yard officially. Ball's between the hashes. Logan Seibert, their place kicker, has just one attempt this year. They keep the offense of the field here on fourth down. 12.02 to play before halftime and now Lindenwood wants to talk about it and they're gonna burn a timeout. Well, it's really short. I mean, and you're probably going to run at that right side again, John, I would assume. If I was Illinois State, I think I'd slant over there and press on those corners so they don't throw the quick. A lot of people will do that if a corner plays way off and you only need a yard. They just throw a hit screen out there to the wide receiver. So Lind Lindenwood burns immediate timeout. We'll step out as well. Everyday style is easy with favorite looks for family fun and saving a ton. Whether you're savoring summer or gearing up for fall, we've got you covered. Shop Coles and Coles.com today. 12-minute mark of the second quarter here on Family Day in Normal. Our McDonald's scoreboard, it's Illinois State 13, Lindenwood nothing. Back in a moment, this is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. No one gets it closer to the game than Sirius XM College Sports Radio. Tune in for news, talk, and analysis from the offseason through the regular season and into the postseason. We've got your team covered anywhere you go. Get a free trial at SiriusXM.us slash College Sports Radio 2023. So after the timeout, Lindenwood sends their offense back into the field. Fourth down and one from the Redbird 12-yard line. First real scoring opportunity for the Lions this afternoon, who trail Illinois State 13 to nothing at the 12-minute mark here in the second quarter. Somebody's got to penetrate. They're going to sneak it. Duggar now slides under center, and he's going to get a push from behind by Giamo. Slides down the pile. He's shy of the yard to gain, which is the 11-yard line, but what we'll see, and they're going to move the chains. Yeah, they gave So they're going to say his initial progression as he reached out over the football before going down, got him inside the 11-yard line, just outside the 10. It's going to be first down and 10 from just outside the 10-yard line. He's a big guy. When he reaches out, he can cover a lot of ground, and they push him from behind. That fullback did a good job. So 13-0 Illinois State, but now Lindenwood in the red zone. Give Giamo, bounces off a tackle on the right-hand side, spins his way back to the left inside the five. Wow. Ty Niekamp and Jalen Gaines pull him down at the four-yard line. Well, they just keep attacking the same spot with Giamo right over the right guard and right tackle. 
and uh, they're making some hay over there. Well, I, I, I think. They're gonna give him a pickup of seven. Yeah. So ball right Ashmark, second down and three. Out of the pistol is Duggar, takes the snap, turns, hands Giamo, and he is met and dropped by Josh Dinga back at the four yard line. Dinga came all the way from the other side again and making the play on, on the right. He's from the left side, and he comes across and makes a play on the right side. That's a great job. Boy, he came in unmolested and wrapped him up. So third down. Well, they're, ta they're attacking the freshmen who they're attacking out here on this right side. All right, Hashigan, third down and three. H-back, right-hand side formation. Give Giamo has a hole, stays at his feet, reaches for the end zone, pulled back by Abdullah. And we're going to have to see, they're going to say it is a touchdown. The near side judge said he was able to reach over, broke the plane, and Lindenwood on the board for the first time this afternoon, a three-yard touchdown run. For Robert Giamo, that's his team-leading third rushing touchdown of the campaign. And Lindenwood is on the board. It's now 13-6. Logan Seibert on for the point after touchdown. He's a perfect 17 of 17 this year. Well, they found a soft spot that they're going to keep attacking. I think that was Nick Kessler in there that time, though. Snap spot. Kick is up. And the kick is good. So Linden Wood with a pronounced drive after the fumble, and they get on the board and pull within six of Illinois State with 10-14 to go in this second quarter. State Farm helps you create an affordable price just for you. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. 10-14 to go before halftime here at Hancock Stadium. Our count on the McDonald's scoreboard. It's Illinois State 13, Lindenwood 7. Back in a moment, you're listening to Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Redbird football brought to you by the great taste of Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy, and remember to always drink responsibly. Lindenwood gets on the board. And they pull within six of Illinois State. John Fitzgerald, Ted Schmitz, Greg Birchie back here at Hancock Stadium on Family Day 2023. Blake Haas back at our network studios at Bloomington. Bird scored the game's 13, but Lindenwood able to take over and they get in the end zone for the first time and pull within six. Ten fourteen to go before halftime. Logan Seibert has it teed up at his own 35-yard line. And the ball blows off the tee, so they'll do it again. Well, we said they're going to have to score points in this game, and that, that, that with Illinois State offense has got to go right back down to score again. You're going to have to score a lot of points to win this football game. Here's the approach by Seibert's end over end kick, and it's going to go over the back of the end zone, over the head of Jalen Carr. The birds will go first down and 10 after the touchback. Well, the end's whipped up down there quite a bit coming out of the south, and he just hit a line drive with that wind. It drove it out of the, out of the end zone. 
So the Birds now after scoring in their first two drives and taking a 13-0 lead. Lindenwood comes back after a Redbird turnover. Now a six-point game. This becomes a critical drive here with 10-14 to go. All right. And we talked about the fact that this Lindenwood ball club does not quit. They're going to play a full 60 minutes, and they have made a season so far out of outscoring their opponents in the second half. So Anikstead now. Play action pass. Throws right, pass complete to Casper at the 40-yard line and angled out of bounds on the right-hand side. Great pass in space from Anikstead to find Casper. And that ball was a perfectly thrown ball. Kobe McClendon on the coverage. Casper with a 15-yard pickup from Anikstead. Well, they're pressing Sopkowitz, so you want to go to some of the other players or run. If you're going to throw to Sopkowitz, you got to throw the fade to it. Anikstead turns, gives to Cole Mueller, and he's going to be wrestled down in the backfield back at the 33-yard line. It's going to be a loss of six. Outside zone, and somebody came through and uh, didn't get blocked because he got him in the backfield. On the right-hand side of the line, kind of collapsed for Illinois State's offensive right-hand side because they got penetration and pulled Mueller down. Loss of six in the play, Anikstead. Empty set, throws over the middle, tried to find Casper, and a late flag comes in. Casper was defended going over the middle by Tyrone Griffin. Transfer out of Indiana State, the linebacker, who had two stops last week in Macomb. We'll see how they sort out these flags. I think it's going to be interference on him. Quite a bit of contact down there. The Birds could use it. Jump start this drive. It was, linebacker. So an automatic first down for Illinois State after the P.I. call against Tyrone Griffin. That's who it was. 6'4", Richard Jr. out of Brownsburg, Indiana. Began his career in Terre Haute. So the Birds now first down and 10 from their own 38-yard line. Split eye tandem, Casper in motion, right to left, play action pass. Anikstead with time. He's going to loft it over the middle. Sopkowitz is his man beat, makes a catch at the 20. 15, 10, 5 into the nest. Touchdown, Illinois State. Well, that's what, when you get press coverage like that, that's exactly what you want to do with your good receiver. Let him go ahead and go deep, and he outran him, John. And perfect throw. That's the, that's the fade. That's what you got to do when you get in that press coverage. Good job by Sopkowitz. Great throw. 62 yards, Daniel Sopkowitz from Zach Anikstead. Sopkowitz with his second touchdown catch of the year. Anikstead with his second touchdown strike of the afternoon of the Birds. Tack on six more and answer Lyndon Woods' first score. The Birds now a 19-7 lead. Ian Wagner on for the PAT. One was blocked, one was true. Casper the hold, good snap. Wagner puts the right foot to it, and it is dead red, and the Birds extend the lead to 13 on a McDonald's scoreboard with 9-11 to play in this second quarter. Illinois State now a 13-point lead on Lindenwood. Redbird fans, download the McDonald's app to start earning free McDonald's and great game day deals on all of your faves of the app. You can also order ahead and save time in line. Download the McDonald's app today. McDonald's a proud partner of Redbird football. 9-11 to go on our McDonald's scoreboard. Illinois State 20, 
Lindenwood 7. Back in a moment, you're listening to Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Redbird fans, are you looking for a career with great pay and benefits, no debt education, job security, and many opportunities for advancement? Then consider a career in the plumbing and piping industry. Visit the Bloomington Normal Plumbing, Heating, Cooling Contractors Association website today at bnphcc.com. To find out how to get started in this high-demand, satisfying, and challenging career, that's bnphcc.com. Back here at Hancock Stadium, 9-11 to play in the second quarter. The Birds answer right back and extend their lead to 13-27-R count as Illinois State, a 75-yard three-play drive capped by a 62-yard touchdown pass from Zach Edekstead to Daniel Sopkowitz to cap that drive and extend the Birds' lead to 13. That is your Heller Stores scoring drive summary brought to you by Heller Ford and Heller Motors where they make car shopping worth the drive. Shop them online at hellerstores.com. Birds need an answer, and they did just that. They had, they brought, the official checked the ball, and evidently it wasn't, what he wanted, so he brought one, brought it over the sideline. They got another one, and uh, now we're going to kick off. Now there's a pretty good wind. He's going to kick against the wind now, so he won't be able to get that ball into the end zone here. There's a pretty good wind coming out of that south now. So Giamo and Spencer Red are back deep to receive for Lindenwood. Line drive kicked by Wagner. It's going to be taken by Red at the six. Between the hashes, running left-hand side. It gets out to the 20, 25. Jukes a man to the 30, 35, and finally wrestled down across the 35-yard line between the hash and the numbers on the left-hand side, but we have flags at the end of that play. Too much return, though. Gee whiz. He changed fields on that, took it on the right return. hash, moved that, it all the way to the left-hand side. That's a 30-yard return. Hopefully it's Spotted down at the 36 now, and we'll see how they adjudicate this. They're going to take it back on him. That's good. Block in the back. So a 10-yard penalty called and a block in the back Jason against Lowe. Lindenwood on the return. And that's going to make more difficult field position for the Lions here, who trail at 20 to 7. Ball's going to be spotted down now at the 22-yard line as Lindenwood goes left to right in this second quarter of play with 9.02 to go before halftime. Let's see what Illinois State does to, to help Nick Kessler out there on that right defensive tackle spot. It has been the Robert Giamo show the last couple of times. He gets it here running left-hand side and moves the pile across the 25 out to the 26-yard line. Ty Niekamp met him about the 26 and dropped him there. Maybe they're just attacking the sideline, but I think it seemed to me it was all to the right before. That one's to the left, but it was into the sideline. Maybe that's what they're doing is attacking into the short side for some reason. Four-yard pickup for Giamo on that first down run. Brings up second down and six. Ball left hash mark at the 26-yard line. Second quarter of play, 27. Illinois State with a 13-point lead. Duggar. Turns, hands off Giamo, and he can go no further. LaVoyce Deontay McCoy back at the 25-yard line, wrapped him up for a TFL. It's going to be a loss of one, and bring up third down and seven. That's good defensive there. That was a good job. Also, the safety was there. Gearhart was there to help. Now they get the nickel package in. So they're going to say his forward progress was beyond back at the 25. Pretty good spot. 
as LaVoy's Deontay McCoy had wrapped him up. So it's going to be third down and five officially. Duggar has twins to the right and the left. Giamo on the right hip of Duggar, takes the gun snap, throws over the middle, pass complete, Caldwell. Run in the open, 40, 50, 40, 30, outside the numbers, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Jeff Caldwell from Cole Duggar. Just a little slant pattern, and it's against the nickel package. I don't understand. I'm not sure what coverage they were in, but holy cow, that was wide open, and he just kept running. 73 yards. Caldwell now with a team-high six touchdown receptions. He's good. He went that slant pattern, the 6'4 Richard sophomore out of Louisville. A 73-yard touchdown passing catch from Duggar to Caldwell. And now Logan Seibert on for the PAT. Seven-point Redbird lead. Low snap, spot, kick is up. And the kick is good by Logan Seibert, who is now 19 of 19 on point after touchdown attempts this year. And with 7.33 to go in the second quarter, the Redbird lead is back to six just like that. A couple of big play offenses. Wow have really showcased themselves over the last couple of trips down the field. Well, this is what we've considered coming into this game, that this Duggar could throw to Caldwell and have a lot of success. He's a great, big, strong quarterback and a great, big, strong receiver. And I think Illinois State's just going to have to keep them, you're going to have to get some more blitzing going. You're going to have to get a lot of lot better blitzing going. And that was out of their nickel package, and uh, they don't do as much blitzing out of that as they do their base, but they're going to have to. He was so wide open. I'm just, I, 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 I think it, it looked like it was a cover two, but there should be a corner over there on the back side that should be able to play that. Hey, Reggie's Kids Club members and parents, check out the Redbird Spirit Shop's infant and youth styles today. Online at redbirdspiritshop.com and look for the gear of the month in every Kids Club newsletter. We'll step out, 7.33 to go in this second quarter from Hancock at a McDonald's scoreboard, Illinois State 20. Lindenwood 14. Back in a moment, you're listening to Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. 7.33 to go before halftime here at Hancock Stadium in Normal on Family Day, and a track meet has broken out. 2014, big play scores for both ball clubs, and Illinois State now all of a sudden clinging to a six-point lead as Lindenwood's offense has come to life here in the second quarter. Sure has. I think they're going to have to keep scoring. We said they'd have to score a lot today, and they're going to. So Logan Seibert, the junior out of Belleville, has it teed up at the 35 line drive kick, and it's going to carry him out of the back of the end zone over the head of Jalen Carr. So another touchback for Seibert. The Birds will have it first down and 10. Looking to answer Lindenwood's most recent score, which was an impressive one 73 yard touchdown pass. To Jeff Caldwell from the quarterback Cole Duggar on a slant padded over the middle. Caldwell outran the Redbird defense the rest of the way to bring Lindenwood back within six. Well, he's definitely a big-time receiver because he's not only got size, he's got speed with it. He just outran everybody. That's a good receiver. So we'll see how the Redbirds answer here. Cam Grandy now in motion, lines up as an H back in the left-hand side. First down and 10 for the Birds. Between the hashes, their own 25, Anikstead. On a comeback route, Sopkowitz gets tripped up at the 26. Stumbles forward up to about the 28-yard line. Uh, pick up a three in that first down. Well, Ron Carr, the offensive lineman coming out to block there, actually ran into it. 
Uh, that's the transfer from Duke. He's playing the left guard position today. So stacked wide receivers to the right, along the right hash. Anik Stead out of the gun. Fakes a handoff to Mueller, runs left, and puts his shoulder down, dives across the 30 out to the 31-yard line. I think it was his own read all the way, and he saw the, the end come down, so he, he kept it. Picked up a few yards. Matt Barnett, the linebacker, the transfer out of South Dakota State University, came up to make the hit on Anikstead. Third down and four now for Illinois State. From their own 31, ball left hash mark. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Takes a gun snap. Anikstead throws in coverage. A great throw and a great catch by Eddie Casper up to the 38-yard line. Pick up a seven, but we have a flag on the play, and this is going to go against Illinois State, and that's going to negate the first down. Well, that was a great throw and catch, too, because that was good coverage. So a legal formation called against Illinois State. That's going to back them up five yards. Wow. So the line it of scrimmage now back to the 27-yard line on the left hash. It had to be out there to field. It had to be one of the receivers. Line to get's going to be the 35-yard line. Third down and eight. Three receivers right. Anikstead surveys the four-man front. Looks like Linda Woods coming with the blitz. They do. They pick it up. Anikstead steps up in the pocket. Flips oh. a pass to Mueller. Unable to hold on. That's going to bring up fourth down and eight for Illinois State. Mueller did not do a good job. Again, that was a great job by Zach to see him. and He just flipped it to him underhand, but Mueller wasn't ready for it. Always got to be ready. Yeah, coaches talk to him now. You got to be ready, young man. He's, you're, you're the check down. Well, we'll see if the defense can get squared away now. They've had a little trouble on defense for the first time all year the last couple series. So 6.05 now as they switch the game clock. Left before halftime. Illinois State a six-point lead, 20-14. Punting against the wind here. And Ian Wagner on to punt it away for the first time. They're showing pressure. They like to, they like to punt block, so they're, they're showing block right now, and they're coming. Spencer Red back. At his own 35, they almost blocked that away. It bounces. Red backpedaling. He's finally going to have to let it go. Gets inside the 25, and it's going to be touchdown dead at the 23-yard line. Boy, they came after it. They had everybody up there. They were awfully close to getting a piece of that. I see a flag down there, too. I don't know on the field. Right, right in the Reggie Head logo at midfield. But no announcement, and they're going to pick it up. How can you have holding on the kicking team? Excuse me. They're not going to pick it up. They do to put it away, but not before they call a hold on Illinois State and the kicking team. I don't understand how you – he's got it wrong. It's against Lindenwood because you can't hold on the off on the kicking team. See? And they did move Lindenwood yeah. back to the 13. Hold so it. it was on the receiving team. Right. He misspoke. Right. And it's going to be first down and 10 for Lindenwood. Back at their own 13 as they move left to right in this second quarter of play. Birds a six-point lead, 5.56 to go before halftime. We'll see if the Redbird defense can flex its muscles here. Yeah, get some field position for the offense here, but you got them pinned down on the 13-yard line. Get a three and out here, and you got good, good field position for that last drive. Birds got all three timeouts left at this point. 
Giamma the lone setback, twin wide receivers to the left. Double tight end. Handoff, Giamo looking for space left and finds the sledding awfully difficult. He's going to be pulled down back at the line of scrimmage, making the 13-yard line. Great job by the Illinois State defensive front. Yes. To get penetration, Josh Dinga wrapped him up. They'll give him a yard officially, second down and nine. Yeah, the nose tackle and the, uh, the right side did a good job. Dinga. Out of, Galloway. The, out of the pistol now, Duggar takes a snap, turns, hands off Giamo. We have flags coming in late. Giamo unable to get much penetration across the 15 as he looked to turn the corner. Holding. And the initial indication holding against Lindenwood. So that's going to move them back even further. Our referee this afternoon, Jason Perkins. Yeah, you don't want to turn down a major penalty, even though you you got them third and long. You still probably want to, since it's a major penalty, you want to go ahead and send them back. Especially with the big play opportunities they have. We saw it from Coldwell, who raced 73 yards for the second touchdown of the afternoon for Lindenwood just a few moments ago. Coach is thinking about it here. Because you got them third and long. Where you take them second real long. Clock to stop with 518. They're not doing anything. They're deliberating this quite a while. You're exactly right. Smack told them to accept the penalty. Now Brock had a conversation over on the near side with the side judge. They haven't put the football down as of yet. Illinois State's got their nickel package in there now again. Let's see what happens. Hope they don't run that slant again. I'm trying to think. Of, see, on that back side over there is Nigel White and C.J. Hodgson. Those two guys are the ones who've got to play that coming across to them. So the line of scrimmage now inside the 10-yard line. It's going to be at the 7, second down and 15 for Lindenwood. They play a lot of uh, too deep coverage out of this, and sometimes it's man too deep, sometimes it's zone too deep. You're going to see something similar. Four-man front, pressure coming. Duggar back to pass, steps up, but he cannot get out of the reach of the voice. Deontay McCoy, who made the first hit, and Josh Dinger wrapped him up back at the five-yard line. He brought the blitz. That's better. They, Illinois State's best when they blitz on defense. They're, their whole defense is based on a blitzing type defense. They can play zone out of it, they can play man out of it. But they're best when they're blitzing. Bring somebody. I like to see them bring somebody every time. They have trouble when they don't. They don't get four-man pressure very often. So third down and 17 now for Lindenwood. And the shadow of their own end zone here on the south end. Lindenwood three of eight on third down today. Duggar back to pass in the end zone, throws. Catches made by Caldwell across the 30 to the 34. And it looked like he really pushed off before making that catch. But I don't see a flag on the play on the far side. And they're going to walk it back. 
as Nigel White out there at the corner, and he pushed off on him pretty good. Offense, number 19. That penalty will be enforced half the distance to the goal from the previous spot. Remains third down. So it is a pass interference call against Caldwell, and that's going to move it back half the distance. Line of scrimmage now the three. So Lindenwood looking at third and 20, but right there, Caldwell, you can see, can get open in a hurry, and he's really dangerous. Well, Illinois State just ran a twist that last time. They didn't bring anybody extra, and they didn't get pressure out of it either. So third and 20 now. Dugger steps up in the pocket, just out of the reach of Keandre Jackson. He slides to his stop at the eight. Ty Kneekamp made the hit. Jackson almost had a safety there, and Dugger just able to extend the play a little bit, pick up some positive yardage. He picks up five, and that gives his punter, Patrick Turner, a little bit more room to work with in the south end zone. He's a dangerous runner, though. You can see that right there. And Illinois State, just they, they end up with, they showed a three-man rush, but then they brought a fourth guy from the linebacker position, and he's the one that got the pressure. So the Birds, a six-point lead, 2014 our count. 3.39 at a twisting second quarter clock. Turner on to punt it away. Line drive kick over the head of Casper. He's going to let it bounce, and it takes a great roll for Lindenwood, and it will stop at a rest all the way down inside the 30, down to the 26. you got to catch it. We, I talked it all last week. you just got to catch the ball. Eddie's got to catch it, even though it's a low-line drive. Run over there and fair catch it. So that really changes the complexion of the field position here that the Birds have to work with with 3.23 to go before halftime. And what seemed like it was going to be outstanding field position, all of a sudden now, average. 24 yards to go to pay dirt. As the Birds go on offense, a six-point edge. 2014, 3.23 to go before halftime in Illinois State. Full allotment of three timeouts. Well, this is when you kind of run your, basically, it's almost, it's a three, you really want your four, they call their four-minute offense, which is get first downs to go down there and get a score. First down and 10, Robinson in motion, handoff Mueller running right side, cuts back to his left, stood up just shy of the 25-yard line at the 24. Nothing outside to the right. That's the same time. And they he got, lost one. Yeah, they got thrown for a loss last time over there. They got thrown for a loss again this time. Frank Caldwell in on the stop. Second down and 11 now, ball at the 25-yard line. That's the play that Blakemore has all the success with in this game, but Mueller's not the same back. 2.58 to go before halftime. Maddox Dead takes the gun snap, throws over the middle. Casper with a great catch across the 30 and out to the 32-yard line. Pick up a seven. It's going to bring up third down and short. Casper dove for that ball over the middle, made the catch. A little bit of a juggle initially, but he was able to rein it in. Third down and three. Ball at the 33-yard line between the hashes. Just want to get the first, you want to get the first down here, what you want to get. Might run Mueller inside, might run th- quick passing game. Annex dead since Casper in motion in front of the gun snap. Takes a snap, has time. Now the pocket collapses, he's gonna roll to his right. Go back to his right, throw, and he throws it a little bit too far out of the outstretched hand to Cam Grandy at the 40 yard line. Good penetration by Lindenwood there to yep. force Annex dead out of the pocket, but better coverage by the secondary. He had nobody to throw to. Right. I thought they could run the ball there and get a first down. And I see Winkers get a little more time in there. Mueller is not as strong a back. You know, he's more of a he's more of an outside guy, but he hasn't been getting any success going outside to the right. But anyway, 
I think Winkers needs to get in the ball game some and run those on third and, th third and three. That's a good time for him to get a first down. So fourth down and three now. Wagner on to put it away. They'll come after it again. Wagner, high kick. It's going to be fair caught by Spencer Red at the 31-yard line. So a 36-yard kick for Ian Wagner. And Lindenwood has 2.05 to work with. They're down to one timeout here in the second quarter. Birds a 2014 lead on the visiting Lions in this final non-conference tune-up for Brock's Max Ball Club. Well, another dogfight that you knew it was going to be. This is a good football team. Everybody they've played has been good. They haven't had an easy game at all. And they, they, they're in a dogfight every week. And another dogfight today. It's going to be... They got, they got the nickel package in there because you're going to see the two-minute offense. Giamma the lone setback for Cole Duggar. He takes the snap. Back to pass. He's going to tuck and run, running right across the 35. Dives forward at the 40, and a late flag comes in against Illinois State. Duggar slid feet first across the 35. There was contact afterwards. And boy, oh boy, if that's a personal foul, that's that's going to be a tough one for Illinois State because they were seemed like they were trying to pull up as he had a kind of late slide, but a flag came in after the play. Nigel White again. They got to put somebody in there at corner. Nigel's not a corner. They got to put somebody else out there. Cam Wilson would be a good example right now because he's having all kinds of trouble. So at the, Nigel he did last White. week. Picks up the late hit foul. He's a running back. And that moves the line of scrimmage all the way up in a plus territory for Lindenwood. Line of scrimmage now, the Illinois State 49-yard line. He's going to press coverage this time. We'll see if he can handle it. 157 to go before halftime. Gun snap to Duggar. Pump fake. He's going to be flushed out of the pocket. Running left. Throws on the run. Passes complete to the 41-yard line. And out of bounds after the catch is Jalen Bethany. Redshirt junior out of St. Louis. He's a transfer out of SEMO. Didn't even play last week. Makes his first catch of the afternoon. Picks up eight. Second down and two now for the Redbird 41. A lot of yard, a lot of, lot of time. There's a lot of time for them. Illinois State's playing a, a more of a, a three and four man rush. They're playing their nickel. There they come. That's three it. man front here. Pressure coming. The handoff, Giamo. He's going to run off left side. Works his way up to the 41 yard line. And it's going to be just enough to move the chains for a first down for Lindenwood. C.J. Hodging came up to make the hit. So first down and 10 for the Redbird 38-yard line. Twin wide receivers left and right for Duggar. Back to pass, has time, throws over the middle. Pass is almost picked off by Jalen Gaines. He went up, got a paw on it, but couldn't rein it in with his other hand. Incomplete second down and 10. Jalen Gaines with an athletic play there for the senior transfer out of the University of Dubuque. He got some hug on that jump. Well, Illinois State's putting some uh, new defensive linemen in there, trying to get some pressure here. So second down and 10 now for Lindenwood from the Redbird 38-yard line. A minute 30 to go before halftime. Clock stop, 2014 Illinois State by six. Duggar back to pass, swings it out of the backfield. Giamo outside the numbers, and he's just going to tiptoe out of bounds at about the 36-yard line. You know, they've got three outstanding football players that they rely on a lot. The quarterback, the running back, and the wide receiver. And they're all three pretty darn good, and they make a lot of plays. Caldwell, Duggar, and, 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 and then the running back, 
Giamo. Giamo, yeah. So third down and eight now after the two-yard pickup. Giamo got out of bounds, stopped the clock, 125 to go before halftime. They're going to go empty here. Ball left hash mark of the 36th. Three wide receivers left the boundary side of the field, two on the right. Now Ronnie Thomas comes in motion left to right to set up trips on the right. Pressure coming. Tiny Camp got home and sacks Duggar back at the 45-yard line. Boy, the birds needed a negative play for Lindenwood, and they got it right there. Tiny Camp, the redshirt freshman, got in, got home, and wrapped up Duggar, the birds' first sack of the afternoon. Timeout. The Birds burn there first. They have two left now here in this opening half. Clock stopped 104 to go, and Lindenwood facing a fourth and 14 from their own 42-yard line. I'm not sure they're going to punt here. They're, 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 they didn't. They weren't bringing the punter on to, to begin with. They might now. Illinois State's trying to freeze them here a little bit by, by calling the timeout, but I'm not sure they're going to punt. They might go for it. It's a long yardage. Oh, gee whiz. It's third, was it third, fourth and about 14? Fourth and 14. Redbird fans stop at the Barrel House every Monday night to enjoy Burger Basket Monday, a freshly made burger and fries for just $8. Trivia Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. and half-price apps every night they're from gonna 9 punt. until close. That's a barrel house located just off South Veterans Parkway at 9 Brickyard Drive in Bloomington, next to the Doubletree, the barrel house, your official watch party headquarters for Redbird football. Might play safe here. 2014, Birds by six, Lindenwood to punt. It's going to be a short kick, trying to pin the Birds. Casper lets it bounce, and Lindenwood tried to down it. They almost had it inside the one but it snuck through and it's gonna go down as a touchback as Jaden Littlejohn, the defensive back, unable to rein it in right at the plane of the goal line and the Birds now after the touchback will have it with 55 seconds to work with and two timeouts to their credit looking to add on to the six point lead before halftime. Ball at the 20 yard line for Illinois State as they move right to left in the second quarter. Bird scored the game's first 13. And back and forth we have gone since. The Redbird lead stands at six. Jalen Carr split out wide to the left. Cam Grandy slot left, two wide receivers right. Ball between the hashes from the 20. Annex that time. And now all of a sudden he gets wrapped up back inside the 10. Out of nowhere off that right-hand side of the offensive line. Three-man rush. Kobe McClendon got through. Thought the pocket was safe, and then McClendon just shed his blocker, got in the backfield, and it's a 10-yard loss as Lindenwood picks up the sack. Clock is running now down to 30, and a second down and 20 for Illinois State. Jake Pope just got beat. Flapping the snap, Annexted spins it out. Mueller makes the catch at the eight. Steps through a tackle, gets across the 10 and knocked out of bounds at the 11 yard line. Might as well run out the clock. So a pickup of just one on that play. It's gonna be third down and 19. That's probably gonna be the final play of this opening half. Clock down to one and 30 minutes are in the books. 
here at Hancock Stadium in Normal on Family Day 2023. Brock's back in the Illinois State Redbirds head to the halftime locker room with a 2014 lead on visiting Lindenwood. Illinois State gets the ball when they come out now. Remember, they they kicked the first time, so this half they'll get the ball. So the Birds will have the ball to start things off in quarter number three. Illinois State University invites you to visit our beautiful campus this fall. Meet with our admissions office to learn about our 150 majors, tour the quad with a current student, and see why ours is one of the top 10 college towns in the nation. Create your legacy today at illinoisstate.edu slash visit. Our count here at the break on a McDonald's scoreboard, Illinois State 20, Lindenwood 14. The Illinois Ford Dealers Halftime Show is coming up next. Stay with us. This is Redbird Football in the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back to Hancock Stadium. It's the Illinois Four Dealers Halftime Show. We're joined now by head coach Brock Spack. And Brock, that first quarter looked great. Second quarter, though, execution kind of getting in the way. Some miscues, and that let Lindenwood get a couple of scores. Well, we turned the ball over uh, and didn't respond well to the sudden change on defense. Gave up a touchdown. Had him in third down, gave up a long pass, uh, got beat our, leverage, beat our leverage, and then uh, missed the tackle and turned into a 70-some-odd-yard touchdown. So it's, it's, it's and then penalties. It just, it just we shoot ourselves in the foot. It's unbelievable, really. Uh, we have to do a better job of, 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 of taking care of the ball and um, really don't know what to say. As a freshman, I get it. Carrying the ball for the first time in his career, you got to hang on to it. And uh, it's just, just the way it is. You know, we had a good drive going there, and, um, you know, we we'll got to, you know, I, I knew this would be, 19's a really good player, the quarterback's a good athlete, and uh, making things tough on us. We got to do a better job and then and get off the field on third down on defense and, and convert on offense. And we got to be good on first down on offense. You know, right now we're, we're getting behind on the sticks and we can't play that way right now. And uh, that, that's, that's got to get fixed. All right, good luck in the second half. Thank you. Brock Spack, uh, John, telling us, you know, those first downs, too many second and longs in that first half for the Redbird offense. We'll see if they get that corrected. Thank you very much, Craig. Our Illinois Ford Dealers sideline report. And Ted, Birds have had their opportunities in this one to flex their muscles even a little bit more. But as Brock said, some opportunities they'd like to have back. Yes. They, I, I don't know what, you know, they came out ready to play. They did a good job. Um, why they why they had trouble in the second quarter? Who knows? I I really think, you know, they they miss Blakemore, but I think that they need to change a little bit. Mueller's just just not ready. You can tell that he's not 100% ready. He's he's a good back, but he's not 100% ready. I think they need to use Winkers right a little bit more and see if he can get some things done in this second half. We'll take our final break here at halftime. Come back for the opening kick. The third quarter, the Birds a 2014 lead on visiting Lindenwood here at Family Day at Hancock Stadium. Back in a moment, you're listening to Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. How would you like to be able to listen to us while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your own home? Go to SyncMyGame.com. That's SyncMyGame.com to find out how. John Fitzgerald, Ted Schmitz, Craig Birchy back here at Hancock Stadium. In front of a capacity crowd, Lake House is back at our network studios in Bloomington. The Birds 
holding on to a six-point lead, 2014 over Lindenwood as we get set to start the third quarter play, and the Redbirds get the football, and this could be a huge drive to start oh, things off. It sure could. And uh, the only state's going to have the wind in this third quarter. they got to make some hay right off the bat here, just like they did in the first quarter, do the same things, and they'll be all right. The birds will go left to right in this third quarter play on an absolutely chamber of commerce afternoon here on Family Day in the Twin Cities. Jalen Carr, Jeff Bowens. Stand back to receive the kickoff off the right foot of Logan Cyber. Birds score the game first 13, but Lindenwood has fought their way back. Now a six-point edge, and keep in mind this Lindenwood offense. Back to see Jalen Carr break a big one here, right off the bat in the kickoff return. Lindenwood their first three games this year, outscoring their opponents 57-25. After the halftime break, short kick. It's going to be fielded at the 27-yard line. Stephen Curtis makes the fair catch at the 27 as they wanted to stay away from both Carr and Jeff Bowens. It was a very short kick. We've had a lot of that this year. They really have. And uh, I, I, I think especially when Carr's back there, that you see a lot, of, we've seen a lot of that. He's known from the past that he's got great speed. So the birds go on offense first here in the third quarter. Zach Addickstead, 17 of 23, 200 yards, a pair of touchdown strikes. He leads the offense out of the field. Javon Charles now in as an H-back. Mueller still the running back. Cam Grandy the tight end, left-hand side, boundary side of the formation. Twin wide receivers to the right, play action pass, throws to Carr. Gets outside the numbers, 30-35, and he gets twisted and upended at the 40-yard line. Good block. before he gets a first down, pick up a 12 on that first down, passing catch from Anikstead to Carr. And that'll move the chains for Redbird Toyota first down. Visit your Peoria Peak in Bloomington Toyota dealer today. Good blocking by Sopkowitz out there, though. Very good. So the birds pick up 12. First down and 10 from their own 39. Annexted turns. Hands off to Mueller. Up the right hash. And he works his way up to about the 44-yard line, maybe the 43. Pick up a four on that first down run by Mueller. Had a pretty good hole there to start with. And uh, just did not, it just didn't accelerate. Got a decent run out of it, but... Thought he could have had a bigger run. So Sopkowitz wide to the right. Casper slot right on second down and six. Now Anikstead sends Casper in motion right to left. He pitches out to Casper. Gets outside the numbers. 35 turns the corner out to the 48-yard line for Eddie Casper. He should give him a first down on that. I don't know if they're going to, but they should. I think he's going to be just shy by short. about a yard. He is line of scrimmage, the 49-yard line in Redbird territory. Ball left hash mark. Now nope, they are going to move the chains. After they already placed the ball, give is to Mueller, bounces off a tackle, works left across midfield, and works his way down to the 44-yard line. That was a good run. Mueller it, made something out it, of nothing Exactly. There. He did a good job. He was hit at the line of scrimmage. Bounced off a tackle, got some space on the left-hand side. Kobe McClendon made the stop, picks up six. Redbirds now in plus territory at the Lindenwood 45. Anikstead turns, hands off Mueller again, and he'll get a couple hard ones before finally being stood up on the play. The third Linebacker one. Brendan Dye came up to make the stop in the initial hit on Mueller. 
just a yard short for the first down. They should be able to pick this up here, get him in the pistol formation, which means he's right behind the quarterback in the gun. Annexted turns, gives Mueller, and he stretches across the 40 down to about the 39-yard line. Good first up down. by Sanjay Strickland, the transfer out of Colorado State University, came up from his linebacking spot to trip him up. But not before the Birds move the chains, a Redbird toy at a first down for Illinois State. Robinson comes in at tailback. I wonder if Winkers is hurt. He went off gingerly earlier on in the second quarter. Anistad takes a shotgun snap, throws over the middle. Cam Grandy makes the catch, bounces off a pair of tacklers, runs free inside the 15, inside the 10, and finally spilled down at the 6. And Grandy's a little bit slow getting up. Wow. It's going to be first down and goal to go for Illinois State, but Cam Grandy is down between the hashes inside the five-yard line. Boy, they don't need to lose that guy. He's been their main receiver. He got bookended by tacklers at about the 20, stayed on his feet, and made it all the way down inside the five. But now he's being attended to a little bit slow, getting up 32-yard passing catch from Grandy. From Annexted to Grandy, and the Redbird medical staff now attending to Grandy inside the five-yard line. He, he was injured last year when he was at uh, Missouri Western, and uh, he's had a great camp here, and he's been healthy, and he's doing a good job of catching the ball. Boy, down the seam passes have been really been good. Looking for more college football action following our broadcast? Check out the College Football Blitz for free by going to the Varsity Network app. It's a college football audio version of the NFL Red Zone channel. Every Saturday from noon to midnight Eastern time, just search College Football Blitz on the Varsity Network app. They didn't give him a good spot, John. They gave him put on the seven. Media timeouts as they attend to Cam Grandy down inside the five-yard line. We'll take it with them. 12.29 12.29 to go. Third quarter here at Hancock. Our McDonald scoreboard, Illinois State 20, Lindenwood 14. This is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Cam Randy, a 32-yard pickup for his fifth catch of the afternoon. Gets the birds inside the 10 in the Chick-fil-A red zone. They have it now. First down and goal to go from the 7. Jalen Carr in motion, and extends, spins to Carr between the hash and the numbers, inside the five, spinning, stays on his feet, goes toward the pylon, wow. into the nest, touchdown, Illinois State. That's a great job by Carr. That's a great job to get in the end zone. Jalen Carr did that all on his own, keeping the legs churning, and the birds draw first blood here in quarter number three, and they extend the lead to 12, 26-14, with 12-14 to go in this third quarter. Well, they've sure done a good job when they've had the wind to their back. They've done a great job. And now they're going to say before Ian Wagner can attempt a PAT, they're going to review this play. So that seven-yard scoring strike from Zach Annex to Jalen Carr currently under review. So you go to the monitor to review the call on the field. Call the Dodds Law Office for a review of your injury case today. The Dodds Law Office. 309-829-9300. That's 309-829-9300. Working hard to tip the scales of justice in your favor. Awful lot of injuries. It's been a, been a tough game for Illinois State. Winker, Gee whiz. Winker's right was able 
to get off the field underneath his own power, but he has not returned since. Came Grandy moments ago after picking up his fifth catch of the afternoon and 32 yards inside the 10-yard line, left the ball game, and he needed some help to get off the field. The Birds already with Mason Blakemore out of the lineup today. But we have seen some great things from Jalen Carr in his first action back after battling a hamstring injury, the most recent of which a seven-yard scoring strike moments ago that is now currently under review. He's ruled a touchdown on the field as Ennexted just kind of flung it out in the left flat to Carr. And Carr took some would-be Lindenwood tacklers on his back for a ride, got to the pylon. Half yard line, you say. So they are, after review, you know, overrule that. Jalen Carr does not get credit for a touchdown. It's still a 2014 lead for Illinois State. But they have it now, second down and goal to go from the half yard line. Well, here, here's where I think it really hurts him having to have to be in the shotgun. And you'd like to get the quarterback up underneath, and you can't do it with him. Work out of the pistol, give to Mueller. He goes airborne into the nest. Touchdown, Illinois State. Now that looked like the old Mueller there. That looked like the old Mueller. I hope he's back. That's good. Joel Mueller, a one-yard touchdown run, goes airborne. His second scoring run of the afternoon. And now the Birds have a 12-point lead. It's 26-14. Just two minutes and 58 seconds into this third quarter. Ian Wagner on for the point after touchdown. One was blocked, he's made three of four today. Casper the hold. Snap, spot, Ian Wagner's kick. Good pressure upcoming, but it's through the upright, dead red for the Birds, who score first here in the third quarter, and now extend their lead 27-14 with 12.02 to play in this third quarter. Hey, Redbird fans, use Illinois State Credit Union for all your financial needs. From credit cards to mortgages, you'll be proud to say it's my credit union, Illinois State Credit Union, with three convenient locations in Bloomington Normal. Visit them online at itsmycu.org. That was close. They had that outside guy almost blocked that again. They're going to have to make sure they work a little bit on that uh, right side. Holy cow. Okay. Our Heller Store scoring drive summary for the Birds. 72 yards, eight plays. Took two minutes and 46 seconds. And capped by a one-yard Cole Mueller touchdown run. His second of the afternoon. The Birds now a 27-14 lead. He should get a touch back here. He's got the wind in his back. And every time he's kicked here, he's, he actually kicked it all the way out of the end zone last time. And if he gets into it good, he'll hit this thing for a touchback. So Wagner has it teed up in his own 35-yard line, just underway here, third quarter. They've had Cam uh, Grandy riding the bike down here, so that knee must not be as bad as we thought originally. They've that had, would be outstanding yes, news if that's the case. It sure would. Wagner puts the right foot to it, and it's going to go about nine yards deep for the end zone. Wow, the and defense has got to step up again. Now, this is I, I'm really surprised that they're able to run the ball as well as they are. What they've... They found something into the sideline, especially uh, that, 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 that they've had success with running the football, and that kind of surprises me. I'm not surprised they've had some success throwing the ball because they got a good quarterback and a great receiver, but I am a little bit surprised at the run. So Cole Duggar comes out, 8 of 13 in the afternoon so far, 121 yards. 
through the air, one touchdown pass for Robert Giamo, the running back, 57 yards on 16 totes and a touchdown to his credit. Paul Amodia is now in at cornerback, at, 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 which is a good move. The freshman has played real well when he's played, and uh, he's, he's taking Nigel White's place here. We'll Giamo, see how he performs. A four-yard pickup on first down, works the football out to the 29-yard line. Second down, a long six here for Lindenwood, their first touch here in the third quarter. Birds a 27-14 lead, 11.36 at a churning third quarter clock. Wide receivers left and right, double tight end. Duggar hands off, Giamo running right. Wow. Got a shoulder from Ty Niekamp just shy of the sticks. Giamo went down, but they're going to say he has enough for a first down as he works the football up to the 35-yard line. It's a pickup of seven on the play. And a Lindenwood first down. First down of 10 now from their own 35 as Lindenwood moves right to left here in this third quarter of play. Well, the right tackle and right guard for them has had Nick Kessler's going backwards all the time over there, and they're getting a heck of a push off of that right side. On the, uh, just, it's, just an, it's just a power play off tackle to the right. Right tackle for Lindenwood, a third-team All-Ohio Valley Conference performer a year ago, Ethan Johnson. He's a product of normal community. This time they go up the middle with Giamo. Gets across the 35, out to about the 37-yard line, pick up a two on that first down run. Illinois State has changed their defensive tactic here. They went out of their base 30 into a 40 look. And actually, it's it's two de defensive linemen is all, and then two outside backers up, and now they're into their nickel package. But they have changed where they hopefully not given up that big play over there on that right side. Second, Offensive right side. Second down and eight ball at the 37-yard line. 27-14, Birds. Duggar takes a snap. Whoa. It's going to be a draw. He's running open field. Across the 40, across the 45, and finally tripped up for a stop by C.J. Hodgen at the 45-yard line out to the 46. Well, that opened up for him all of a sudden. Illinois State was in an inside blitz, and, and then the, the two inside linebackers came, but they both got blocked out, and then he just took off up inside and went all the way to the safety, and C.J. Hodgson ends up making the tackle. So a good first down run for Duggar, and we saw why the coaches were talking about it all week, his yes. escapability, nine-yard pickup at a first down for Lindenwood. First down and 10 for their own 46. Duggar, time to throw. Throws over the middle to the near side. Caldwell went up, but he was out of bounds. Duggar threw. They're, they're giving Boy, it they're going to give him the football. I think the one foot did come down inbounds, even though the other one came in out of bounds. I think one did come inbounds. Inside the 35-yard line, just in front of the Redbird bench. Wow. Pickup wow. of 11. Boy, they're moving he the ball. that into double coverage. Caldwell went up, and it helps to be 6-4. That's good for Lindenwood first down. And they're now gonna, they're going to review this. Yeah, they got to take a look at that. I have not seen a replay as of yet in the video board, but they're going to review that. Passing catch from Duggar to Caldwell. Stops the clock with nine minutes and 30 seconds remaining in this third quarter. Depends which one of those feet came down first. He had one in and one out, but the one out might have come down before the one in. As we go to the monitor, review the call of the field. Call the Dodds Law Office for a review of your injury case today. The Dodds Law Office, 309-829-9300. That's 309-829-9300. Dodds Law Office working hard to tip the scales of justice in your favor. 27-14 Illinois State, but Lindenwood coming right back in their first possession here in quarter number three and showing a bit of their medal. 
They're a good football team. They got a darn good receiver. They got a good quarterback, and they got a good running back. And, they, and that offensive line's doing a pretty good job over there on that right side, especially. Looks like our referee, Jason Perkins, has talked to the. So, first down catch for Caldwell. 20 yard pickup for Lindenwood, and now just like that, the Lions. Getting deeper in Redbird territory. Line of scrimmage, the 34-yard line. In plus territory for Lindenwood. First down and 10. Give Giamo running clean off the right side, across the 30, across wow. the 25. Wow. Dives his way against the tripwire inside the 20. And they're going to mark him down at the 17-yard line. Well, one thing about blitzing, if you blitz wrong and he runs where you left, it's a big play, and that's what happened right there. 18-yard pickup. Now Duggar back to throw, throwing left side, overthrew his intended target. On the left side pylon, tried to find Caldwell, Dylan Gearhart over in the coverage for Illinois State, goes incomplete, second down and 10. Yeah, he. I don't know if he just threw that away or what, but uh, it was way overthrown, out of bounds. Illinois State's got to keep, they got to get a sack out of this guy. They got to get a big play out of him. So they second got, down and 10 now for Lindenwood from the Redbird 18-yard line. 9.14 to go here, third quarter, 27-14. Illinois State with the lead. Birds, a four-man front. Duggar takes a high snap, puts in the belly of Giamo, running right now back to his left, inside the 15 and all the way down to the 11-yard line. Pick of a seven on that run is going to bring up third down and two now for Lindenwood. Wow. Well... Illinois State's changed some personnel out there, but it isn't making any difference. Josh has been getting a consistent open hole on the right hand right, side. Yeah, there it is again. The tackle, yeah. But then he's able to move his field of vision back to the left and pick up some extra yardage. It's a third down and two now for Lindenwood. Duggar, play action, run pass option, dives inside the five and all the way down to the three yard line. Good misdirection there. Pick up a seven by Duggar with his own legs. It's going to be first down and goal to go for Lindenwood now from about the three-yard line. Boy, that was really good job by him because it looked like he handed the ball off. Tight set here. They're going to work out of the pistol. New running back is Jared Rhodes. Gets a handoff, and Dilly Gearhart swallows him up back at the five-yard line. Gearhart came around from the left-hand side of the edge, able to bring down Rhodes a two-yard loss, and it's second down, goal to go from the five. That was a heck of a play. They the best in Rhodes, the redshirt freshman. Outside blitzing has been by far the best thing Illinois State's done. Well, really all season, it's been that way. He's Gearhart's a safety. So now they go with two wides. That's a boundary shot of the field. Ball on the left hash mark. High snap. Give Rhodes running left hand side. Spins off of a tackle. He's able to get down to about the three, but no further. Good job. A pursuit for the Redbird defense. Well, this is a big play right here. This Greg Galloway in on the stop for Illinois State. He's playing pretty good at that, go. at that nose position. He's playing pretty good. They need him to keep making plays. You know where they're going to run now. They're going to come on that right side somehow. Maybe. Rhodes has gotten the last two carries, but Giamo back into the fray now on third down and goal to go. Maybe they'll slant it to field. That way they would, that would be to that right side. Clock crawls under seven minutes for the third quarter. Quarterback may keep it here. Out of the yep. gun, Duggar. 
Play fake, throws over the middle, passes incomplete. Contact, no flags, and a great play by LaVoyce Deontay McCoy yes. to knock that football away in the end zone. Oh, they got to kick Tried the field to find Chase Longcreet, their tight end, a transfer out of Northern Colorado who was right over the middle just inside the plane of the end zone. But LaVoyce Deontay McCoy with his right hand able to knock it away. And now a field goal opportunity for Logan Seibert. He's 0 for 1 on the year. He missed from 49 in their opener. This ball spotted down at the 11. It'll be a 21-yard field goal. Snap spot, kick is up, and the kick is good. So Logan Seibert able to connect on a 21-yard field goal attempt. Good goal line defense, though, John. There, that, that, That's big. That's huge. That kept four points off that board. You get a 10-point lead instead of a, a three-point lead makes a heck of a difference. So Seibert with a 21-yard field goal brings Lindenwood back within 10, 27-17. The Redbird lead with 6.43 to go in this third quarter. Fans tune into the Bronx Back Show presented by Bud Light. Each week we'll sit down with a member of the Redbirds in our student athlete spotlight segment presented by your country financial agent, Steve Sidney Peterson and Catherine Peterson, as well as the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from Remax Rising. That's the Bronx Back Show presented by Bud Light every Thursday night, 6 o'clock on AM 1230 and 102.1 FM, W. JBC. Timeout down the field will step out. 6.43 to go. Third quarter here at Hancock. Got our McDonald's scoreboard. Illinois State 27. Lindenwood 17. Back in a moment. This is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. The best vehicle selection, best prices, and best service. Heller Ford in El Paso and Heller Motors in Pontiac. Shop them online today at hellerstores.com. So Lindenwood gets on the board, 21-yard field goal from Logan Seibert. Caps a 71-yard scoring drive. They'll win 13 plays and a mask 5-19 in this third quarter. And the Redbird lead now 27-17 with 6.43 to go in the third. Seibert has it teed up his own 35, another short kick. It's going to bounce free, picked up on the run by Jalen Carr, 25. Gets outside the numbers and out to the 27-yard line, and a late flag comes in. That flag was thrown about 25 yards. Wow. Somebody either got a late hit or it, it should not. That late a flag, it's probably on the on, on the kicking team. Because More impressive was the arm by that side judge yeah. on the far side. <laughs> Good job, John. You're right. He threw that flag a long ways. We'll see how they sort this out. As the birds look to answer the field goal from Lindenwood. They're saying it's against the Redbirds. Holy cow. I mean, that's after the play. How can you call holding that late? That was that was well at the end of the play. Wow. Wow, that puts them so all the way back to the 11-yard line. Reese Edwards gets whistled for the hold on the return, and the birds now with a bit longer field. Line of scrimmage now the 16-yard line as the birds move left to right. Well, this is their last probably possession with this win. So they, they've had good success with it. Hopefully, Zach can get some good passes off here and go down and get another score. Three by Birds one now set. with stacked trips on the right-hand side. That's up the right hash, ball at the left hash. Out of the gun, Anik Stead puts the ball in the belly of Mueller, running off left side. 
And he works his way out across the 20, maybe to the 21, pick up a four on that first down run by Cole Mueller. That's a good run. That's a good run for first down, four yards. That's a good start. Darian Mullins with a stop for Lindenwood, a Richard Jr. out of St. Louis, Missouri. Second down and six, Birds day on schedule. Same set, same play. And off Mueller, left side again. This time, a little bit less traction. They didn't give him as much as they did last time. I think they gave him about three. Pulled down on the play by Kobe McClendon, whose name we have called a lot, the defensive end. Four, third, and three. This is, it's doable, that's for sure. Javon Charles, the tight end, left-hand side of the formation. Okay, they're stacking Twins for run. to the right, single to the right. Anikstead throwing near side, caught by Sopkowitz at the 28-yard line. Wow. That's going to be good for Redbird Toyota first down. Good throw and good catch because that was good coverage. Pick up a five. Jaden Patrick on the coverage and the Birds with the Redbird Toyota first down. Move the chains first down and 10 now from their own 28-yard line. And now the officials are going to blow the play dead. Gee whiz, they're getting too many reviews here. Holy cow. We're going to take a look at whether or not Sopkowitz actually brought that ball in and whether or not it was a completed for a first down. So the clock stopped with 521 to go, 27-17. Well, that'd be huge if they didn't. They'd have to be punting. Illinois State currently a 10-point lead. And another review brought to you by the Dodds Law Office. For a review of your injury case today, call the Dodds Law Office at 309-829-9300. That's 309-829-9300. The Dodds Law Office working hard to tip the scales of justice in your favor. Our Illinois Ford dealers sideline report, Craig Birchie. Let's head downstairs. See, Craig, did you happen to see whether or not Sopkowitz might have had possession of that? Craig's a little busy downstairs. Down to him at the next break. 27-17, birds by 10. And there is a lot riding on whether or not this is a completion or not. You're it, exactly right. It really is. If that if that's not a completion, they got a punt. That's this has got this is a big it's first down now, and they're gonna keep on moving. They're starting to get a little bit of field position out of it. They're almost up to the 30-yard line. Here he comes now. I really assume that was a catch. I, I thought Sopkowitz was able to. Looked like he pulled it in. From the ruling on the field of a completed catch has been confirmed. First yeah, out. It stands. So it does go down as a catch for Sopkowitz. Six yards and enough for Redbird Toyota first down. Fifth catch of the night for Sopkowitz. He's their man the rest of this game. He's got to be the man. He's he's doing a heck of a job. So first down and 10 for the Birds from their own 29-yard line. 5.18 to go in this third quarter. Redbird lead is 10, 27-17. Out of the gun, flapping the snap, Anikstead looks left, now comes back to his right. Pocket collapses, he's going to take off and run right side, across the 30, looks to turn the corner, and finally gets angled out of bounds at the 35-yard line by Tyrone Griffin, a transfer out of Indiana State. That's six so yards out of that. Picks up six That's yards good. on a broken play. He did that with his legs, brings up second down at four at the 35. Lennon was going with a three-man rush some, and and. Getting, uh, getting good protection, but they're getting good coverage out of it because they got eight guys back. They're doing it again here. Three-man frontier. 
Bassone sends a low snap back to Anikstead, who turns, hands to Mueller. He's going to move the pile all the way near the 40-yard line. He's starting to look like himself, John. He's getting some legs under him. Good four-yard like, pickup, yeah. and he did not have a hole to work with. He did that nope. all with his legs. He's starting to look like himself again. I really am glad to see this. This might be what he needs. It's a line of scrimmage now the 39-yard line. Boy, they're going with that three-man front all the time. That's enough for Redbird Toyota first down. Now Lindenwood showing a man off the edge. Four-man front for the Lions. Anikstead, plenty of time back to pass. Now he's going to roll out to his left, looking downfield. Trying to avoid a tackle. It's going to be a face mask called as he got pulled down outside the numbers on the far side. Flags fly. The reason he's having trouble finding him to open, they got eight men back on defense, and and the the three-man rush is getting adequate pressure on him. Easton stole shots, was there to make the hit on Anikstead. Redshirt sophomore transfer at a Butler Community College in Kansas. They'll tack on that face mask call. That's going to put the football in plus plus territory territory for the Birds all the way up to the Lindenwood 45-yard line. Starting to look good here. Keep it going, guys. Ten-point lead for the Birds, 4-0-3 in a twisting third quarter clock. Sopkowitz wide on the left-hand side. Stacked receivers right. Tight formation here. Mueller on the right hand hip of Anikstead on first down and 10 from the Lindenwood 45. Anikstead takes a snap. Hands off Mueller. Running back off to the right. Splits off a tackle. Forearms a man and works his way inside the 40 down to the 39-yard line. Good run. Very good run, though, because he got hit early and bounced off and make him, oh, we got, we got at least five out of that. Pick up a five in the play. Second down and five now. Ball right hash mark. In plus territory for the Birds, clapping the snap. Anikstead gives Mueller, spins his way forward inside the 35, down to the 34, pick up a six. And that's good for Redbirds on a first down. Only State is having a little bit of trouble on the right side, though. Goditis is the right guard and Pope the right tackle. There's somebody, that one guy coming off this edge is coming free from this side too much. First and 10 from the plus 35 for Illinois State. Two wide receivers left. Ball at the right, hash mark. Javon Charles, H on the right. Anikstead with the clap, takes a snap, looks downfield, avoids a sack underneath, flips it over to Josh Robinson who makes the catch. Inside the 35, wrestled down to the 34-yard line. It's going to be a short pickup, maybe one on the play for Illinois State. It actually ends up being a decent play. They got about four yards out of that. They're going to see his forward progress. He yeah. did get pulled back, but they give him all the way up to the 31-yard line. I think that's where he first caught it. So second down and six. Much more manageable now for the Birds. Anikstead play action. Swings it out. Casper gets through a tackle. Gets through a second tackle. Works upfield inside the 30 and down to the 29-yard line. 34. He was easily going to be tagged for a three, four-yard loss, but he bounced off of two tackles. So third down and four now for Illinois State. The quick game is tougher with an eight-man coverage, and so that's why they're doing this. Now they're coming with five now. It's third and four. Five-man front, Javon Charles, H on the left. Anikstead takes a snap, hands off Robinson, straight up the gut, stays at his feet, works the way all the way inside the 25-yard line. Pick up a four. That should be good for a Redbird Toyota first down. That's a good job. That, that's a big first down. Now they're in plus territory at the 24-yard line, or 25 at the worst. Yeah, 25 they spotted it. 
And the best thing to see, Cam Grandy, the transfer out of Missouri Western, back in a tight end for the Birds this drive. Boy, that is really good to see. Holy cow. And a 32-yard pickup went down with an injury, able to get off the field. And he is back in here with 112 and a twisting third quarter clock. Birds now first down and 10 from the Lindenwood 25-yard line. Ball between the hashes. Annex it back to pass. Lofts it up top. Wants Sopkowitz, and he just overthrew his man on the left-hand side of the end zone. Coverage applied by Wesley Hines, graduate student out of St. Louis. Oh, we got a flag late here. Got a flag, flag late. Flag on the near side. And I think it's against Lindenwood. Thrown by the field, field judge. judge. Yeah. Pass was incomplete as they tried to go into the end zone. We'll see how they sort this out. Stops the clock at the one-minute mark here in the third quarter. Redbirds a 10-point lead, 27-17. Defense, number one. That's away from the play, but it's still holding. So holding, called against Taylor Blaylock. First down. Transfer out of Sam Houston, who had two stops last week in their come-from-behind win at Western Illinois. First and 10 from the 15. Now, keep it going. they got a good drive going here. Mueller's run the ball good. Mueller alone set back here on first down and 10. Gets the handoff running left. It's a reverse play. Casper now on the handoff. 15, 10 outside the numbers, 5. Dives for the end zone. I believe he was out of bounds first inside the 5. Yeah, just, just at the 2-yard line. They're going to give him the two-yard line. Pick up a 13 on the end around. Handoff went to Mueller going left. And then back to the right on the handoff to Casper. He gets down to the two. First down goal to go for Illinois State inside the Chick-fil-A red zone. At the freshman at tailback, he's going to carry the ball here, I'll bet. Robinson, the lone setback, gets a handoff running straight ahead. Met at the line, but he's going to fire his way into the end zone. He just ran over Matt Barnett. Yep. Josh Robinson into the nest for the first time in a Redbird uniform. And the Birds tack on six more as Robinson scores from three yards out. And Illinois State now a 33-17 lead with 39 ticks of the clock left here in the third quarter. Well, we said they'd be their last possession there. They need to get a score out of it. They got it. Did a good job, and they get the kickoff with it too, John, this way, you know, with the win. Should Ian get the Wagner touchback. On for the PAT. He's been good today. Three of four so far. The lone miss was a block. Got to block this outside guy here. Snap spot kick is up, and the kick is dead red. As Ian Wagner connects with his fourth PAT of the afternoon. And the Redbirds extend the lead, 34-17 on Lindenwood. Blono Pizza Co. is a great place for groups. Awesome atmosphere, great food, and something for everyone. Keep your team together at Blono Pizza Co. on Cross Creek Drive in Normal. Blono Pizza Co., a proud partner of Redbird football. 39 seconds remain here in this third quarter at Hancock Stadium. On our McDonald's scoreboard, it's Illinois State 34, Lindenwood 17. Back in a moment, this is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. 39 seconds remain in this third quarter. The Birds get back on the board and extend their lead to 17, 34-17. It stands right now. Josh Robinson, his first touchdown run in a Redbird uniform, officially from two yards out. And 
the birds now doubling up lindenwood and robinson's run capped a 13 play 84 yard drive that took six minutes that is your heller stores drive summary brought to you by heller ford and heller motors where they ain't car shopping worth the drive shop them online at hellerstores.com need a good defensive stand here too though they not don't let them drive that whole field like they did i said need to get a three and out or maybe one first down and that's it they need to get a defense back to being real aggressive here they can't let up and be soft at all spencer red and giamo back deep to receive and wagner puts it out of the back side of the end zone for yet another touchback this afternoon and lindenwood now finding themselves trailing by 17 will go on offense with 39 seconds left in this third quarter. But that's what's worked out so good from that last drive we talked about because they've had so much success in the first and third quarters going with this win, and then they also get to kick off with the win, and he, and you, you know, we knew he'd get a touchback out of it. Lindenwood has had some success going with the right. win as well. That's they're right. Gonna the they're they're going to have it in the fourth quarter. That's correct. And this is the ball club that had a furious fourth quarter rally last week in Macomb. Yeah, they won't quit. They won't give up, and they got the big play guys. Cole Duggar, the quarterback, is going to work out of the gun. Turns, fakes a handoff, running right, gets across the 30, stood up and dropped by Keandre Jackson at the 35-yard line, awfully close to the stick. They're going to give him a gain of 10 and a first down for Lindenwood. That's zone read, and he read Gaines coming in to make the tackle on the back and uh, did a real good job of pulling it out and running up the field himself. Reese Edwards now in for... Uh, gains at the uh, Jack linebacker position. Third quarter clock they're down gonna, to nine, and that's probably going to be the final yeah. play of this third quarter. Yeah, they're going to let it run out. So the Lions of Lindenwood will have first down and 10 from their own 35 when we resume play. We played three quarters in the books here on Family Day at Hancock Stadium in Normal, and the Birds, a 34-17 lead on the visiting Lions of Lindenwood. Everyday style is easy with favorite looks for family fun and saving a ton. Whether you're savoring the last moments of summer or gearing up for school and all things fall, we've got you covered. Shop Coles at Coles.com today. Timeout's on the field. We'll step out just as before the start of the fourth quarter here at Hancock Stadium. Our McDonald's scoreboard, Illinois State 34, Lindenwood 17. Back in a moment, you're listening to Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Thank you very much, Blake Cos. Birds a 34-17 lead on visiting Lindenwood. We get you set for the start of the fourth quarter. Taking a look at our game stats through three quarters. The Birds with a lead of 17 on the scoreboard. The Birds also amassing 25 first downs so far in this one. Total offense, the edge goes to Illinois State, 371 to 260. And really the rushing game for both teams, in all fairness, has really increased over the last quarter. Of play. Right, right. 104 yards for Illinois State on the ground on 29 totes. Lindenwood has rushed for 119 yards in their own right on 32 carries. Cole Mueller now a team high 63 yards for Illinois State on 17 carries. He has two touchdowns to his credit. Robert Giamo, 93 yards net on 21 carries. He has a touchdown. The quarterbacking, Zach Anikstead, 24-30 through the air, 267, two touchdowns. He has been sacked once. Cole Duggar. He's 9 of 16, 141 yards and a touchdown strike. He has been sacked twice. 
but both of those came in that first half, and Duggar was not wrapped up in that third quarter. Well, and Zach Anderson's having a great ball game. 24 for 30 for 267 yards is an excellent, excellent ball game. He's starting to be look like uh, he did in that first game, and uh, it's really good to see. I'll tell you what, though, Illinois State has seen three good big quarterbacks in a row. Now, this kid's darn good here. This Duggar kid's another big good one. I'll tell you, they, 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 we're seeing some awful good quarterbacks. And he has the wind to his back right now. Right. As we get set to start the fourth quarter here at Hancock Stadium, the Birds a 34-17 lead. Duggar takes it, throws it out in the flat, Uh-oh. left side. Spinning out of a tackle is Giamo, and he works his way all the way across the 40 out to the 41-yard line. Boy, Finally a, pulled down to a stop by Dylan Gearhart, but a pickup of six. Yeah, the corner missed it, and uh, I, I was afraid he was going to get a big play out of it. Second That's down the new freshman out Lindenwood. there. All just outside the 40-yard line in Lindenwood territory. Two wide receivers either side for Cole Duggar. Giamo, the setback on his left hip. Bird showing a blitz. Delayed handoff. Giamo running off right side is spun down and dropped. Nick Kessler there met Giamo and pulled him down. Short pickup of just one. It's going to bring up third down and four. Nigel White's back at the corner now here for the freshman kid. I kind of like that freshman kid in there, to be honest with you. Third down and four now for Lindenwood. The Lions 4 11 on third down this afternoon. This would be a huge stop here right now. Forced a punt. This is what you need for your, from your defense. you got a, wow, two-man rush? No, three-man rush. Okay. Three-man rush. Duggar barks out the cadence. Four wide receivers. Looks left, throws wow. left, has his man. Wow. Spencer Red across midfield, pulled down by Bowens, wow. but not before he gets into Redbird territory at the 49-yard line along the left hash. That was a good catch now. and They always go at Bowens, but they, the guy got to give this time it was just a darn good catch. So first down and 10 now for the Lions. 13-25 in a fourth quarter. Churning clock. Birds lead it by 17-34-17. Lindenwood now in plus territory. Back to pass. Duggar looking over the middle. Has Caldwell inside the 30. Down to the 25. Great passing catch. Pickup of 24 on the play. And first down and 10 for Lindenwood. As they, with the wind at their back. Wow. It's ever so close to the Redbird scoring zone. You got to make them earn it. They're not making them earn it enough. Balls between the hashes, trips to the right, one to the left. Giamo switches sides, now on the right hip of Duggar, who's back to pass, has time, throws over the middle, good tried coverage. to thread the needle and find Ronnie Thomas, but good coverage by Illinois State. Dylan Gearhart and Keon the Jackson, coverage. both of them. Both safeties, one underneath him and one on top of him. Really good coverage that Even time. Abdullah went back there and was close yeah, yeah. on the coverage to Ronnie Thomas. So second down and 10 now at the plus 25 for Lindenwood. This is a big series now. Come on, defense, step it up. Birds lead it by 17, 34-17. We're in the fourth quarter, 12-44. Spencer Rudd in motion. Bad snap. It actually hit Rudd as he was Got in it. motion. The birds have the football. They didn't blow the whistle. He'd keep running if they didn't. Oh, they're going to call it down. I'll be done. Keandre Jackson jumped on the loose ball, I believe, at about the 35 yard line. And I think. I think the snap hit the motion man going right to left. And that's why. 
it never got to Duggar, and then Keandre Jackson able to jump on the football. They're going to say that he was down? My Lord. I think they should review that one because he did not look down at all. I didn't think Linden would ever regain possession I, after the fumble. And we have yeah, not seen a play, but right. now they're going to send it upstairs and review it. I think they're going to give – I think Kander Jackson got, got that ball. I'd be surprised they don't overturn this one. So yet another play going to review today. Brought to you by the Dodds Law Office for review of your injury case today. The Dodds Law Office. That's a huge 309-829-9300. That's 309-829-9300. Working hard to tip the scales of justice in your favor. That's a big play right here. And it, it sure looks from up here that it's Illinois State's ball, but they're saying it's it's Lindenwood's ball, and they're reviewing it from that. That ball seemed like it was out, just oh, we see on the yeah. big video board well before the Lindenwood player was down. I'll be, I'll be surprised. That ball, boy, oh, boy, he did not look like he had possession of that football. No. It'll be, it'll be interesting. That He's, should be Illinois State football. He's looking at it. Brock's back just threw his hands up in the air after watching the video replay on the north end zone here and same. is wondering why it's taking so long yeah. to make this call. But he's watching it, same thing the officials watching. Now, I do think the longer this goes, they probably are worried about where the spot of the football is going to be because gotcha. you got a moving football and people diving on it. They're probably going to see where Keandre was actually down because I am still hoping. After review, the ruling on the field has been changed. The loose ball was recovered by the defense at the 34-yard line. First down, Illinois State. So Keandre Jackson with a huge fumble recovery. First down and 10 now for the Birds. That's huge. Now, eat as much clock as you can up, get the running game going here, get, get some first downs, at least two or three first downs. Punt them down into the hole, make them run the whole field. Birds going into the wind, but at this point it doesn't matter because no. this is going to be run heavy as they try to milk the final 12.07 off this clock. Birds force the turnover. Keandre Jackson jumps on the loose change, and the Birds go on offense with a 17-point lead, 34-17. Their coach is complaining over there, but he's there's nothing to complain about. That was an obvious play. 12.07 to go in this fourth quarter. Birds will be off next week. It's a bye week, and then top-ranked South Dakota State's going to come into Hancock Stadium for a 6 p.m. kickoff. I don't know what they're talking about out there. I don't know. Maybe it's a spot. But their coach is complaining about something, and now the officials are talking something over. Wow. They've struggled a little bit here today. This is a long play. conversation taking place at the 35-yard line. I don't understand this. Now his referee's going to go back and explain something to the coach after talking to the uh, the official that made the the, uh, the call on the I field. I think Jed Stewart asked a question that could not be easily answered. They right. had to get back together again and come up with an explanation. Right. But the Birds do have the football after the fumble recovery by Keandre Jackson at the 34-yard line as Lindenwood was moving the football deep into Redbird territory. Birds forced the turnover. Big turnover. And now go first down and 10 with 12.07 to play here in the fourth quarter. They haven't gotten enough of those turnovers this year, John. That's a big one. They really, really, really help. 
Twin wide receivers both sides for Anikstead. The clap and the snap. Option pitch Mueller running to the near side. Stood up at the 34-yard line and dropped by three Lindenwood defenders. That's that speed option, and it just doesn't look right. They, I think you got to forget that play. Brendan <laughs> died, the lead tackler. Freshman running back coming back in the ballgame. But that, that speed option just doesn't look right, John. Didn't have a whole lot of room to work with. It's no, the short side of the field. Into the sideline, yeah. So second down and nine. They do get Mueller one yard on the pickup. Josh Robinson in to replace Mueller. Out of the gun. Gives to Robinson. Straight ahead run. Good run. And he took a tackler for a rod all the way up to the 40-yard line. Pick of a five. It's going to bring up third down and four for Illinois State. Well, they're bringing the slot back in, so maybe get a quick pass here to one of these receivers and get that five yards back. So Robinson stays in. He's going to Empty line set. up wide to the left. Four wide receivers. Empty backfield. Lennox that throws over the middle. Brayton Contreras makes the catch in traffic across the 45 out to the 47. That's Pick of a seven at a Redbird Toyota first down. Perfect. That's exactly what you want. You want to get those first downs and eat that clock up. So the birds do it through the air to move the chains. Clock now at 10.45 in this fourth quarter. 34-17. Birds by 17. Don't mind Zach taking a little bit more time now. That's good. First down and 10 from the 47. Anikstead, play action pass. He's going to roll out to his left, throwing on the run. Pass complete. Contreras got both feet down inside the 40 to the 39-yard line in plus territory. Good play. Good play. Pick good job. 22 on that play. You know, Contreras is doing awful good in there. He's playing a darn good ball game. And uh, Zach, Zach is really, really, really doing a good job today. The ball up to the 39, first down and 10, ball at the left hash. Lindenwood with a late line change coming on. They replaced their entire front four here. Wow. I'm surprised officials let him do that. Another review. Wow. So Contreras' catch is now under review on the near side. You think that's why they changed all those linemen to get the delay in the game? There, very well might have been the yeah, case. Yeah, I think that coach is good coaching now. He's done a great job wherever he's been. He's this is well, we'll see. So there's video he's a long review. ways from that play. This is on this sideline. He's on the far sideline. That's wow. That, well, they called from up above, I guess. Somebody in the box. This video review brought to you by the Dodds Law Office. For a review of your injury case today, the Dodds Law Office at 309-829-9300. That's 309-829-9300. Working hard to tip the scales of justice in your favor. Birds lead at 34-17, 10-29 to go in this fourth quarter. Birds forced a turnover and now have the football. A 14-yard pickup from Zach Anikstead to Braden Contreras is now under review. The Birds should have it in plus territory. At the Lindenwood 39-yard line on the left hash. We'll see how they sort this out. It looks like our referee, Jason Perkins. After review, the ruling on the field of a completed catch stands as called. First down. So they confirm the call on the field. Brayden Contreras with the reception for Illinois State. 
for Contreras. That is his third catch of the afternoon for 29 yards. You know, you called he this. came into this with just one catch. You, you, told, you said early in the game how this team would not quit. That's one thing you can see. and They, they keep playing hard all the time no matter what the score is. you got to give that coach over there a lot of credit, that staff a lot of credit. So first down and 10 now for the Birds, plus 39. Devon Charles, H on the left. Two wide receivers right, play action pass. Anikstead rolling out, throws to Charles. He dropped the football in the flat between the hash and the numbers at the 40-yard line. Secondary hit delivered by Sanjay Strickland. He should catch that ball. Linebackers transfer out of Colorado State. That's going to bring up second down and 10. He's had his trouble with that right there all, all ever since he's been here. That should have been caught. But they're trying to keep Grandy out of the ball game probably to get him heal it up. So Charles lines up as a tight end on the right-hand side of the formation. Josh Robinson in a tailback. Gets a handoff. Bouncing left. 35-30. 20. Outside the number 10. 5. And pulled down from behind inside the 5. Down to the 2-yard line. Josh Robinson. A pickup of 27 for the rookie running back. And the Birds have it. First down. Goal to go. Inside the Chick-fil-A red zone once again, knocking on the door. Hey, they got a running back here. This kid's a good one. That was a nice, nice job. Robinson scored from two. The last drive now, Anikstead hurdles a man, goes into the end zone airborne. Touchdown, Illinois State. Hey, nice block in there by their young freshman tailback, too. He helped him get that ball into the end zone. So Zach Anikstead with his fifth rushing touchdown in a Redbird uniform, and the Birds tag on six more. They now lead it 40-17 with 9.40 to play in this fourth quarter. That, that is a huge, huge turnaround. That turnover from Keandre Jackson to that score is a huge, huge difference in this ballgame. Ian Wagner on for the point after touchdown. Snap, spot kick is up and the kick is dead red. The Birds now lead it 41-17. Nine minutes and 40 seconds remaining in this fourth quarter. Fans here directly from Coach Back every Thursday night. The Bronx Back Show presented by Bud Lights. We're live from Scooter's Beer Garden at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington every Thursday night beginning at 6 p.m. That's the Bronx Back Show presented by Bud Light. Thursday nights at 6 right here on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Nine minutes and 40 seconds remain. Fourth quarter here at Hancock. Our count the McDonald scoreboard. Illinois State 41, Lindenwood 17. Back in a moment. This is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Nine minutes and 40 seconds remain. Fourth quarter here at Hancock Stadium. And Brock's Max Ball Club tags on six more. A 41-17 lead on visiting Lindenwood. Zach Anikstead on a keeper from two yards out. That capped an outstanding drive after a turnover. 66 yards on seven plays to two minutes and 27 seconds. That is your Heller Stores. Drive summary brought to you by Heller Ford and Heller Motors with an car shopping worth the drive. Shop them online at hellerstores.com. Redbirds 41, Lindenwood 17. Ian Wagner has it teed up at his own 35. Line drive kick. Spencer Red's going to call for a fair catch. All right at the one. And Lindenwood now. I've got something. We'll have it first down and 10 as we head downstairs. Our Illinois Ford Dealers sideline report 
Here's Craig Burchett. Well, it's good news to see Josh Robinson performing so well, a talented freshman running back out of Bolingbrook High School. And he has uh, really done a nice job atoning for that first half fumble that could have been a, end up being a possible scoring drive in the first half. They're looking really good, of course. He's playing because right now Winker's right, dealing with a sore right knee. So it's best just to hold him out of this game and let him endure the bye week, get ready for the South Dakota State game on October 7th. Thank you very much, Craig. Our sideline reports brought to you by Illinois Ford Dealers. Home of the award-winning F-Series. Visit buyfordnow.com. You can never have enough running backs. It's good to see another one in there. You know, you, every year we go, we have to have about five every year to get through the season, and it's really good to see Josh Robinson. He's a factor. He's, he's a player. And not having seen Winkers back after leaving early on in the first half, wow. gingerly underneath his own power, but he still left. We haven't seen him return. Right. Robinson and Mueller are going to be the two-headed monster, at least heading in to the bye week. I'm really glad to see Mueller get the work he's getting. He he needed this work so bad. He's been out for so long that I think he's now getting, you can see he's getting to be himself a little bit, and it's going to be a factor for the rest of the season. And then also to have Josh Robinson now as a as another mainstay in that stable of running backs. And I would say that Cole has been a lot more aggressive and athletic today with his carries than there we have go. seen so far. Yeah, that's right. A very, very good way to put it. I'm just calling it being himself because that's the way he's always been. But he hasn't been this year until now. That, it's been a dogfight. It looks like a blowout, but it's been a dogfight. It has been, but you know what? A lot of positives outside of injuries are going to come out of this one. Birds right. needed to respond, get momentum early on in this one. They did just that. They've been better on third down today. Zach Anikstead has looked like his true self, and the Birds hopefully – Nine minutes and 40 seconds away from going to three and one of the campaign. Yeah, they're putting some new people in the ball game. I, I, that's okay. One of them is a tally at the Sam linebacker in place of Amir. Amir has really had a great game, but Tally's a good player. Connor Layton also in there. Duggar, handoff. Giamo running left-hand side, looking to turn the corner outside the numbers. It's across the 25 and out to about the 29-yard line, maybe just shy of the 30. So a four or five-yard pickup on first down for Giamo. He's really having a solid day. Giamo had a career-high 120 yards last week he's going to be in Macomb, and he's going to be awfully close now at 94. Yeah, he's going to be another 100-yard game. He's, he's a tough back. Wow. Second down and five now for Lindenwood. Duggar works out of the gun. Play action pass. Steps up in the pocket. Now rolls to his left. Jitterbugs gets across the 30. Dies for the 25. Goes headstrong into the Lindenwood bench. And they're going to say he was out of bounds at about the 34-yard line. Yard short. So he's going to be a yard shy. Good pressure by uh, uh, Dinga that time. Dinga was into the backfield quick. And force it, but this darn quarterback—he's good. I tell you, he can run for a big kid. We've seen three good big quarterbacks in a row now, and this is another darn good one. So two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Illinois State showed blitz. Now they're backing off. Jamo's going to line up at the left hip of Duggar. Barks out the cadence against a five-man front. Pressure coming. Rolls out to his right. Looks downfield. Throws. And just overshot his intended receiver, the tight end, Chase Long, creates at about the 40-yard line in Redbird territory. He threw into triple coverage. Connor Layton had dropped down to the coverage, as well as Dylan Gearhart. They'll go for it here. Giamo will carry the ball, but it's fourth and one, correct? Are they going to punt it? 
Fourth down and one from their own 34-yard line. Eight minutes and 30 seconds remain in this fourth quarter. That's a lot of times where they're going to go ahead and punt. Birds a 41-17 lead. Eddie Casper comes out. He's going to stand back in single safety. I would play safe. I would not doubt to see a short snap here. They snap it back to the punter. Low snap, but he gets it off. Sends it over the head of Casper. Takes a roll. And it's going to go all the way into the end zone for a touchback. Wow. Well, you know, the, these Australian punters, they, they run right and kick left. It's hard for that. If you've got one single safety back there, which we do, and everybody else does too, it's hard because you come with the punter, come to the side, he's kicking, he kicks away from you. You almost need two deep back there to, to handle that ball. 66-yard punt by Patrick Turner. And the birds will have it when we come back. Illinois State University invites college-bound students and their families to visit our campus this fall. Register for an upcoming open house on Monday, October 9th or Monday, October 30th to learn about our 150 majors, tour our beautiful quad, and see why ours is one of the top college towns in the nation. Create your legacy today at illinoisstate.edu slash visit. 8.20 to go in this fourth quarter. Our count on the McDonald's scoreboard, Illinois State 41, Lindenwood 17. Back in a moment, you're listening to Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. John Fitzgerald, Ted Schmitz, Craig Birchie back here at Hancock Stadium on a family day, beautiful afternoon. Lake House is back at our network studios in Bloomington, and things have been beautiful so far for Brock's back. The Illinois State Redbirds, they lead at 41-17, 8.20 to go in the fourth quarter. New quarterback in for Illinois State, Tommy Rittenhouse. RPO, he's going to run left, gets across the 25, and angled out of bounds at the 29-yard line. Pick up a nine, Tommy's first run, and his first action since the opener. He can against run. Against the Dayton Flyers. He picks up nine on that first down run, second down and one for the he, sophomore out of Wheaton St. Francis High School. He can run. That was He's quick. That was, he broke an angle there and got nine yards out of that. So Braden Contreras lines up wide to the left-hand side. Ryland Crawford now wide to the right. They're going to work out of the pistol. Javon Charles H. back in the right-hand side of the formation. Clap. Rittenhouse takes a snap. Hands off. Josh Robertson straight up the middle. 35-40. All the way out to the 45-yard line before being spun down at the 46. Brett Hyatt. Another redshirt junior transfer out of Indiana State for Lindenwood made the stop, but not before. A 16-yard pickup for Josh Robinson all the way to the Redbird 45-yard line. Uh, Landon Woodward just went in on an offensive line. They're doing some, they got some new offensive linemen in there now. The Woodward, a sophomore out of Waukesha, Wisconsin, lines up to the right tackle spot. Check that Woodward now at a left guard spot. Yes. Snap to Rittenhouse. Fakes a pass, throws it now in the flat right side across the 45 and out to the 46-yard line. Two more linemen going in. So a slight, slight pickup, one-yard gain, second down and nine for Illinois State. That was really a nice RPO by Tommy, though. He, he, he checked it all, and that's the third option is to throw the pass, and the, Lindenwood just played it very well. 41-17, 6.36 to go in this fourth quarter. 
Martini in, pass complete, left side between the hash and the numbers, spun down at the 40-yard line. Greg Vernazel with back-to-back catches. This one moves the birds in a plus territory down to the 40-yard line, pick up a 15. It's another freshman playing here. He's a freshman wide receiver. He has not played since the Dayton game as well. He had two right. catches in that opener. Mount Prospect, Prospect High School. First down and 10 for Illinois State. The plus 40-yard line, six-minute mark in this fourth quarter. Illinois State 41, Lindenwood 17. Nice to see all these guys play. This is great. El Martini, the lone setback. Clapping the snap. RPO, left side. Rittenhouse holds on to the football. Gets inside the 35 and spun down at about the 34-yard line right in front of the Redbird bench. Tommy loves to run that football, doesn't he? <laughs> and it looks like we have a Lindenwood player down. Hines. Right in front. Of the Redbird bench just out of bounds. It's Wesley Hines, the quarterback who's been outstanding today in coverage for Lindenwood. He is down on the Redbird bench and being attended to by the Lindenwood medical staff. Well, Illinois State's had a lot of injuries, but they haven't had too many. This is one of the few ones they've had today. Let's head downstairs. Craig Birchie, our Illinois Ford dealers sideline report. Craig. Is Tommy as fast as he looks from up here down there and close? <laughs> Anybody looks fast from my eyes at this point, guys. <laughs> yeah, and the good thing is it's watching these reserves come in and play at the same fast tempo, and they're executing it really well. They're coming out there, engaging on their blocks really quickly and able to spring some yards here for the receivers. And you look at Contreras coming in, and he's had a few catches today, of course, Unfortunately, he was kind of forced into playing due to the injury to Ishawn Stewart, who was making some good strides in the first half before he went down with a hamstring injury. So good to see these guys getting some minutes. And of course, you know, you're kind of spelling your reserves as you get ready to head into an off week. And then with South Dakota State looming, you want to be at full strength. Absolutely, thank you very much, Greg. Our sideline reports brought to you by your Illinois Ford dealers, home of the award-winning F-Series. Visit them online at buyfordnow.com. Brayden Contreras has been attractive today for Illinois State as another option. Very the transfer out of Valparaiso came in yes. with just one catch, but today Contreras three for 29, a couple of big, big plays, and he's gotten himself open. Yeah, he, he's, he's taken Ishan's place and has done every bit as well as Ishan, you know, did in the, in the ball game before. You can tell he's had some playing time, though, John. He's, a, he's an experienced player. He played against us last year for Valparaiso. He had 30 grabs last year at Valparaiso, second in the ball club, 466 yards receiving. Cal Martini lines up the right-hand side of Rittenhouse on second down and four from the plus 34. Martini gets a hand up straight up the middle on the 30. Knocks down a man, 25, and spun down at the 20-yard line. He would not go down. And if you're a would-be tackler trying to knock down Cal, know what's coming because he's going to lay a hit before you do. Will Stemmler, redshirt freshman on Sierra Vista, Arizona, makes the stop for Lindenwood, and that was a defensive tackle, if anything. <laughs> that was fun to watch, though. He just, He's a bowling ball. You know, he was a fullback at one time, but, man, he's, he's turned on to be a good running back. He lines up in the backfield, first down and 10 for the Birds from the plus 21 play action. 
Oh Rittenhouse swings it out. Vernichell outside the numbers, 25-15, and knocked out of bounds at the 11-yard line. I'll tell you what. Pick up a 10 on the play. I think that's good enough for Redbird Toyota first down. We'll see where they actually spotted him out. They're going to say yard shot. Tommy's excellent at that RPO stuff. I mean, that's the third phase. He, he, he doesn't give the back. He starts to run, and then he throws the ball. That's the third phase of that, and that is really hard to defend. So second down and one and a half for Illinois State. Ball just inside the 13. Birds in Lion territory. 41-17, they lead it 4-13 to go in this fourth quarter. Robinson back in a tailback. Rittenhouse gives to Robinson straight up the gut up the right ash inside the 10 and pulled down right at the 10-yard line. Pick up a four. And that's going to be good for Redbird Toyota. First down, they'll give them the nines. The Birds now first down and goal to go from the nine inside the Chick-fil-A red zone. Martini came back in the ball game for Robinson. I think they want to get him to score, John. So Ryland Crawford lines up wide to the left-hand side. Martini lines up on the left hip of Rittenhouse. Now switches sides over to the right. Rittenhouse out of the gun, takes a snap. He's going to keep it, running right, turns the corner of the 10 to the 5, takes a lick at the 4-yard line, and has knocked out of bounds on the far side of the field. He took a hit in doing so. Brett Hyatt came up to make the hit. Rittenhouse picks up about 4.5, just inside the 5 now. It's going to be second down and goal to go from just inside the 5-yard line. A lot of new players in there. Fourth quarter clock crawling toward three-minute mark. Martini in a tailback. Rittenhouse barks out the Cadence five-man front, fakes a handoff Martini, now running on the option, and he is tabletopped all the way back at the eight. Thought he had a seam of the option running left, but it wasn't there. And Rittenhouse go down. It's a loss of three. It's going to be third down goal to go from the seven. He should have handed that one off. <laughs> but he loves he. If you're the back when you're in there, you're running around his own read. He's going to he's going to keep that ball most of the time. <laughs> he Tommy loves to run it. He he should have handed that one off though. Game clock down to 2:22. Birds with the lead. Sellout crowd here this afternoon at Hancock Stadium. 13,000 plus. Crawford. Ends up wide to the left. Give Martini straight ahead run inside the five down to the three. And that's going to bring up fourth down as Martini picks up four on the run as we crawl under two minutes to play in this fourth quarter. Coach would just probably hand it off again. If he gets in, he gets in. You know, it's not they're not trying to run it up. They're just trying to let some of these guys play. Birds lead it by 24. Scored the first 13. Lindenwood came back, showed a lot of fight. And the Birds able to extend themselves. They lead it 41-17, 1.40 to go in this fourth quarter. Rittenhouse barks out the cadence, takes the shotgun snap. He's going to throw, does so right side into the nest. Touchdown, Illinois State. Max Zebar, the 6'5 redshirt freshman, the product of Normal West High School. That's great His first career touchdown on family weekend. We had his dad on the radio the other night, and uh, his dad was a great player here as an offensive tackle back in the mid-90s. And Max is coming on now. He's going to be a darn good tight end. He, you can see there, he can catch the ball. Second-generation Redbird. Max Zebarth, his first ever touchdown in an Illinois State uniform. 
The icing on the cake here this afternoon, 47-17. Ian Whitener on for the PAT, the snap, the spot. The kick is dead red, and Whitener adds the extra point for the sixth time today, and the Redbirds extend the lead, 48-17, with a buck 29 to go in this fourth quarter from Hancock Stadium. Are you looking for a career with great pay and benefits? No debt, education, job security, and many opportunities for advancement? Then consider a career in the plumbing and piping industry. Visit the Bloomington Normal Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, Contractors Association website at bnphcc.com to find out how to get started in this high-demand, satisfying, and challenging career. That's bnphcc.com. 129 to go with this fourth quarter here at Hancock Stadium. Our count on the McDonald's scoreboard, Illinois State 48, Lindenwood 17. Back in a moment, this is Redbird Football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. 129 to play fourth quarter. Max Seabarth, the two-yard touchdown reception from Tommy Rittenhouse, giving the Redbirds the 48-17 lead on Lindenwood as we head downstairs. Our Illinois Ford dealer sideline report, Craig Birchie. Craig? Well, hopefully Max will keep making plays like that, and he can tell people they named Zebarth Road north of normal after me, <laughs> not my family. But uh, just so you know, uh, heading into this game, non-conference games at Hancock Stadium, Brock's back 21-1 and in the regular season. That'll be 22-1 and now. I think it's safe I can say that now, right? I, I think you can say that now as Wagner's kick goes into the end zone for a touchback for Illinois State. Birds needed to take care of business here today. They did so, and a big win at three and one, headed in to top rank South Dakota State, who will be in town two weeks from today. It'll be a six o'clock start time right here at Hancock Stadium. Really good to see this second half offensive outburst that, that, that this, this is the is, offense we have been missing. That we, and we, this is the offense we thought we were gonna have all year. We, we, we gotta be an offensive team. They got to score points. Duggar hands off Giamo working the left hand side of the lane. Jacob Lisi in on the stop, the senior out of Maine West High School. Clock down to 116 to go in this fourth quarter of play. 48-17. The Birds a commanding 31-point lead. Lindenwood will head home. They'll have play two straight in the Big South OVC at home. They'll host Austin P next Saturday. And then Tennessee Tech comes calling to St. Charles, Missouri. They're not a bad team, I tell you. They got a pretty good football team. Give is Rhodes this time, trying to run off left side, out across the 27-yard line. Belizean will stop along with Darius Walker that time. Clock down to 33 seconds. Likely one more play will get off here. Brock's back about to win his 98th game as head coach here at Illinois State. Duggar takes the snap, looks to throw, does so over the middle. Pass is complete, just shy of the 40-yard line. It was Caldwell who makes the catch. So first down and 10, clock is stopped with nine ticks of the clock left. Now they'll wind it. Surprised they got Caldwell still in there. You wouldn't want to get, get 
Take a chance a guy like that getting hurt, but that's the last play of the game. And that will do it. So the Illinois State Redbirds shake off a loss last week and win for the third time in four tries in front of a capacity crowd here at Hancock Stadium on Family Day 2023. The Birds now 3-1 after a 48-17 win over the Lions of Lindenwood here at Hancock Stadium. We'll take a break back with more after this timeout. Our count in the McDonald's scoreboard. Birds win it 48-17 over Lindenwood. This is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Back here at Hancock Stadium in Normal, the Birds improved to three and one on the season with a convincing 48-17 win over the Lions of Lindenwood. The first ever matchup here in front of a capacity crowd at Hancock Stadium of 13,000 plus. Birds win it, and as we talked about prior to this ball game throughout the week and even in our pregame show today. Weren't sure what we are going to see. Right. Wanted to see how the Birds responded to that tough loss in Charleston last week. And what do they do? They come out, score the game's first 13, and then do some things we just haven't seen offensively over the last couple of weeks, and it was great to see. If this will continue, Illinois State will be a darn good football team. They, they need to be an offensive team. And, you know, the defense did a great job now the second half by only giving up a field goal, but the offense scored four touchdowns in that second half. That is playing the way we thought we would see it this year. Really impressive afternoon for the Birds, both individually and collectively, to get this offense back on track as they win it 48-17 here at Hancock Stadium. State Farm postgame show is going to come your way on the other side of this timeout. We'll hear from some of the Redbird players as well as head coach Brock Spack, who picks up his 98th win on the Redbird sidelines with the win today. Birds win it 48-17 here at Hancock Stadium. Back with more after this timeout. Presented by Xfinity Mobile. This is Redbird football from Learfield. Head downstairs, our Illinois Ford dealers sideline report. Craig Birchie is standing by with head coach Brock Spack. Craig. Thanks a lot, John. Second half explosion for your Redbirds, Brock, and uh, made a close game at halftime into a wa nice walk-away win there uh, to close out the non-conference season for your team. Well, I told our players at halftime, you know, we're going to find out if we're made of a championship, you know, DNA because a championship team knows how to put a team away and when they when they have them on the ropes. and. Um, we did that, I thought. I don't think they, they scored in the second half. Can't remember. Field goal. Uh, field goal. Yeah, field goal. Yeah, field goal. And, uh, we, you know, we had a good good second half, I thought. We ran it well. We threw it pretty efficiently. And um, and uh, had over 500 yards of offense. It's been a while since we had that here. So, um, that's, 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 uh, it was a good game for us. Um, it looks like we're okay. I was really worried about Grandy. It looks like he just had a knee bruise. So, he looks like he's going to be fine. And um, we'll give... Uh, our, uh, our corner some time to uh, MJ some time to recover here and uh, we've got a week off here and hopefully get him ready to go for uh, South Coast State. Yeah, Mark Cannon's the cornerback you're referencing and I think his absence was probably evident on that touchdown catch uh, for Caldwell. He was the one guy that could match up with him because he was the one guy that you know, we went back and forth where we'd play him, you know, and say, oh, let's play him. And, and he was, oh, coach, I want to play and I'm fine. And, and uh, I said, ah. And then uh, he, he, I don't think he did any more damage to it. He just, he's just already damaged and sore, and he made it a little more sore. So hopefully we can get him strong and uh, get him get him back. Uh, but I was really impressed with 19 now. He's a really good player. Yeah. And, uh, really good player. And he, 
he, he's done that on everybody you've watched. And he, quarterback's a good little player too. He's tough and he's, he's good. So really like their, their team. Yeah, uh, Duggar is just a tough sell when he rolls out a little bit. It is very hard to determine, is he going to keep it or throw it? He sells it very well. Yeah, he's um, just a good player. He's well coached. You know, they do a good job with their quarterbacks and, their, and their, how they how they handle. They had a really good quarterback a year ago, and uh, they just I, I hate to see him because uh, if he was better than this guy, this guy's a good player. Of course, uh, I, to me, I thought struggles in the first half to what you were not having to deal with in the second half. It seemed like the second and long wasn't a situation for you in the second half. After I did not keep track in the on the first drive of the second half but after that you only had two second and longs yeah it was we we said in halftime we told the players we got to win on first down we're not we're not winning on first down and you're putting us behind and then you get to third and long and we're uh, at least today we weren't built for that you know and uh, we need to we need to you know gain gain yardage on first down do better on first down and um, you know we hit some shots too that helped and uh, but uh, yeah we're much better on first down uh, the second half and kept us out of third and long and, and of course, uh, defensively, uh, you weren't blitzing like you had in previous games, and I, that was probably by design, just because of what Duggar could do with his lips. Well, he was, yeah, he could, you know, he was pulling it on us and got us a little bit on sound and a couple things uh, that we had called. And um, the one play we hadn't seen him ever do, you know, ever do a, a quarterback uh, keep down the, down the red zone on the goal line uh, was an excellent play, um, but we had not seen that from him, but. Um, that doesn't matter. Um, he did it, and we we kind of played our base defense throughout the rest of the game, and we really, we didn't want to be you know blitzing ourselves out of plays, and we didn't we didn't do that. So you also, I guess, with some of the injury, like Mark Cannon, and of course uh, Ishawn Stewart going down earlier, some younger guys were able to come in and play some meaningful minutes, and I think especially for your defensive backs, that only helps. Uh, they did, they came in and did a good job, I thought, and that'll help cultivate your depth. Absolutely, and, I, you know, we had um, Paul Amodia was in there at the end on covering 19. He's a true freshman, and he's from Houston, Texas. He's very long, and he, he had no problem going in there. He was excited to play. You could see he was not intimidated at all, so I was impressed with Paul. Um, he's still on the cusp of whether we can redshirt him or not. I think he's playing <laughs> moving forward because he's – He's pretty good, and those guys are all on our special teams right now, and we're getting better there. And uh, uh, other than one, one uh, extra point we got blocked. I said, can you imagine? We can't, we can't get things right here, but uh, we fixed it, and got, got it, got it done right after that. But uh, you know, it's like preseason football for us. Now we're out of preseason. Now we're, now we're on to the. We had one in-season game, I guess, if you will, one conference game, and won it. So now we got the big boys coming in. We've got the number one team in the country coming in here next week. That's right. Two weeks, oh. two weeks from now, that'll be a blackout game, right? The Redbirds are supposed to wear black. That's what's being promoted. What they're telling me. <laughs> black helmets, too, or red helmets? We don't have black helmets, but we be red helmets. You need you need to work on that. Yeah. We'll probably have a black jersey on, I suppose. I would, that, that's a hunch. One, remember last year? Oh, yeah. yeah. Spend, a lot, <laughs> spend a lot of money redoing those things. Well... <laughs> gotta, gotta go. They, but hopefully, if you get a W, they go to a. Good, it's a good cause, then, right? Uh, yeah. Everybody else goes buy them. They buy them at the bookstore. That's that's where the cause is at. It's only state athletics. <laughs> so, so uh, I did a little uh, counting here. At non-conference at Hancock Stadium. Now you're improved to 22 and one. The non-conference games, regular season games at Hancock Stadium. Can you name the loss? Um. 
non-conference. We've, always, we've beaten Eastern, oh, we lost Eastern Illinois in 16 after we beat Northwestern. Yeah, that was the game I missed and you blamed it on me. Now you know, yeah, it was your fault. But now you know why they just, they start shriveling, just shaking when we play Eastern. And I'm, I said, you know, I, I, should, I wouldn't enjoy the game today. I promised myself I would. You know what the last thing I said before I left the sidelines? Should be 4 0. We're a field goal away from being 4 0. I'm just still mad. Still pissed. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, well, I hope we learn from that. And, and uh, but yeah, we're good at home. And uh, you have to be good at home. And you got to win at home, but you got to be able to win on the road, too, to, to, uh, to play be a championship team we know that we've won two championships here and we won on the road so well it'll be uh, a fun night on what october 7th i guess is uh, south dakota state the jackrabbits the defending national champs barring any unforeseen circumstances they'll be number one coming in here should be a great evening at hancock stadium no doubt they'll be number one <laughs> in my mind they're they're awfully good um it'll be a lot of fun for our players i think i'm going to dress everybody That'll be dress good. everybody that can dress. Make it harder for the sideline guy to go yeah, up and down the sideline. Well, we're going to have a little fun. These kids have earned it, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm still thinking about it, but I think we're going to dress everybody and have a little fun here. Well, you go have some fun tonight. I will. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brock's back joining us. We'll bring Cole Mueller on over here. Cole had um, 18 carries, 64 yards, a couple of touchdowns. That second touchdown, I gave you a little grief because you stole that one from Jalen Carr. He was in, right? No, his, I guess his foot was out, but you thought he was. You ended up getting the little one-yard uh, front flip touchdown. You, you're trying to dive, and you got flipped over. Yeah, I, I kind of knew I was going to jump because they, the O-linemen were saying that they cut on the goal line, so I knew I was going to have to go over or through them and I just figured going over this time would be easier mix it up a little bit <laughs> well it seemed like you were running more like your old self that we saw back in 2021 is that would you say that's a safe assessment today yeah I was definitely in a little funk had a little uh oh a slump you'd call it but I I feel like I kind of got out of it today today felt a lot better than it has the past couple games why how could you explain how it felt different for you uh i just felt like i was playing football more like felt like how it used to feel because i think i was still trying to get the feeling of playing football again because i mean heck it was it's been like a year still pretty much since i played so because practice isn't the same as games true true do you think some of it's just trying to just calm down and get into the flow of the game and maybe the game start finally starts slowing back down to where it was prior to getting hurt uh yeah kind of because i i know what i'm supposed to do on each play it's just the getting back into doing it during a game and staying in that like staying in a groove and like feeling out how defenses tackle and how they stunt because they they can all look like they tackle the same but getting tackled feels different by each person and getting flipped over and landing on the lower back doesn't feel great either, right? And uh, getting thrown in wrestling hurts more. Oh, that's right. You're a wrestler, too. Yeah. You wrestled in high school, so you know about the, all the, the throws and everything like that. I, I know how to control my body in the air. I also used to jump on the trampoline a little bit. Oh, okay. That's good to know. So uh, I think one thing, too, that probably helped you out was the short passing game almost used like the ground, like the running attack almost, where those little short passes that go for 
six or seven yards, that makes it a little easier on the rushing attack too, doesn't it? Yeah, because I'm definitely not the style of break a 80-yard run every single play. I'm more of just like run at your face and just keep pounding and pounding, like the old school of football. But yeah, exactly, Winker's Winker's right. Uh, he was hurt, got hurt earlier in the game. Josh Robinson came in. At first, we he fumbled on a, after a nice run, and I'm like, oh boy, where are we going with this? But boy, in the second half, he really came on strong. He finished, he led the team in rushing, eight carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. I guess that's probably not a surprise to you. No, he he's going to be good. He's just got to keep learning because he's still a freshman, and it, the game slows down as you get older. And I mean, at this point, I'm... You're the graybeard. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm an old man, but it, it starts to slow down, and I think once he starts to get more comfortable in the game, he's going to be a lot better. Well, saying a lot because he, he's good now. Oh, I know. And he comes from a great program in Bolingbrook High School. Fantastic offense. He played with great players up there. So I can see how this is translating well early for him in his college career. Yes, definitely. And and he wants to learn because he wants to play. And there is he's just going to have to wait his time. But pretty much everybody does in college football. And when you get your opportunities, you got to take you got to take them. Well, and that opportunity opened up because of injury. Mason Blakemore was out uh, with the shoulder injury that he sustained last week. And, of course, Winkers got hurt in the first half. So now taking advantage of it and continuing to build that depth. Yeah, and then he did a, he did a good job responding to the fumble because, you know, I mean, I, I fumbled the past two weeks, and it, it, it takes a toll on you because you never want to fumble. It's like the worst thing you can do as a running back. But he did a good job responding, coming back and playing hard still. Well, you didn't spin this week. I did a couple times, but... <laughs> you didn't fumble, though. No. <laughs> well, I'll let you enjoy this one. It's always good, especially from a team that's down by your home area in suburban St. Louis. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I know a couple of the kids on the team. I know a couple of the coaches. But, uh, the running back coach, I, he coached me in a little league, and I played with his little brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Well, congratulations on the win, Cole. Thank you. Nice job and get ready for South Dakota yes, State. Sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's get Keandre Jackson over here. Junior safety. Had a great game today. Seven tackles, one fumble recovery. No TFLs, no sacks today, but I think that was by design given what Lindenwood runs offensively, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not the type of guy that's just like, like you know what I'm saying? I hold myself accountable. I did have a, I had like a missed sack, so. I'm gonna hold myself accountable. I'm not supposed to admit that on the yeah. air. <laughs> it is what it is, but that's, that, I mean, as a leader, that's what I'm do. But other than that, like, I mean, coach, like like we said last night, coach, we watch film, bro. We we see the weaknesses and we just come out and make plays. You run to the football and 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 um, blessings like that happen. So you go into the locker room. You're only up by six points. What happened in the locker room? We went in the locker room and we know we know he's playing a game, but not our best game. And we just told each other like. We like this is not our standard. We got a certain standard here at um, ISU, and the defense told each other like, game in and game out. You know what I'm saying? This is our standard, but we're not playing our standard no matter how good it look on the scoreboard or how good it look. You know what I'm saying? Stat wise, but we got to come out and make more plays, be a championship team and make more plays. It, it was looking like in the first half, this was just going to be a seesaw game. Maybe ISU can stay ahead by a touchdown the whole game, but it's still you know you're going to have to score when you're going to have to respond to their scores. That's the way this game was looking. Our offense did a great job coming out and responding. Like, they're, they're, like, like we talk about complimentary football. There was times when we did not, we, you know what I'm saying, we gave up a touchdown, like you said, could have been back-to-back. -back, but our offense did a great job. Like, every time they went on the field, they got a chance. 
they made sure they punched in um, seven points for us. So that was big on that was big on their part. How much of a lift was it for the defense to see the offense do that in the second half? Because last week it seemed like you guys were put behind the eight ball the whole game, especially in the second half. Not the case today. Um, it's just it's just football. Like like today, like they came out and it's just like. When, when, when we wasn't um, playing to our standard and they made plays, we just got to be having for it, do it again, do it again, do it again. But we didn't just sit down and say, okay, the, the, the game in the offense hand, we told each other, this is not enough. Like, this is not enough. We got to step up to our standards because we can't, we, we can't just leave them hanging. We got to step up and be a team. So we got to help them out. And at the end, it started to come together, but we got to get that started a little early. Well, you know, you got great momentum now coming out of this second half of today. Going into the bye week, carrying that energy, you got two weeks now before South Dakota State rolls into town uh, two Saturdays from today. Um, just going to take it day by day. No team no team is bigger than the team it is. Every, every game is the same game. We can't come out here and think like, oh, they, they just so, you know, every team is the same game. Of course, they're a good football team. Returning national championship, that's okay, though, because we're just going to take day by day. We're going to take, take, get our practices in, get our film, same film in, watch, find weeks in, and come out and explore it, play some ball. Junior safety, Keandre Jackson out of Freeport, Illinois. Freeport pretzels, baby. They continue to pay dividends for the Redbirds. Congratulations on a great game today. Sorry, thank you. Keandre, thanks so much. Redbirds win it today, 48-17. Sold out Hancock Stadium for family weekend here, guys. What a great second half for the Birds. Great setting and obviously a great victory. For Brock's back at the Illinois State Redbirds. Thank you very much, Craig Birchie. Our sideline reports brought to you by your Illinois Ford dealers, home of the award-winning F-Series. Visit buyfordnow.com. Birds win it this afternoon, 48-17. We're back with more on a postgame show after this timeout. This is Illinois State Redbird football on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H 2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.